recording this morning Just me and Jeff and Natalie My flesh was all purple I was having fun alone downstairs Ew Natalie said, Ryan, stop it But you know I didn't even care Hey, hey, one hundred zero zero It's almost here, oops, out of time So today that means we're only doing episode 99 Phew, oh god, I need more time I was freaking when I wrote this shit My brain doesn't think that fast What are we gonna do? But we gotta think of something Or else 100 will be our last Stories all around us, we need something like the poop knife So maybe I'll just lie and make up some fart joke about my wife Maybe don't do that one Oy vey, one hundred zero zero is almost your fuck out of time We're so lucky that this one is only episode 99 Oh thank god we can just phone this one in. Another couple weeks to think of the good stuff. Go. Episode 99. You're listening to the Gamecaster. 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 Welcome, welcome. Episode 99 is off to a banging start. Jeff just recorded Natalie and I's 99th pre-show bang on his phone, and the black markets are already <laughs> shutting down because nobody wants to see that. Sorry, Jeff, I warned you. We're here on the eve of the biggest <laughs> milestone a small-sized Michigan-based amateur board gaming podcast can attain. 100 episodes. There's no bigger milestone. This is the one with which all of our other episodes will be judged. If you don't absolutely nail episode 100, then organizations like the Podcast Universal Special Syndicate Yearly, or P-U-S-S-Y, will blackball you from every future download and streaming service this side of Wolverine Lake. The losses could be catastrophic. Some projections see us losing listeners into the tens. We must no. stick the episode 100 landing against all odds and like some podcasting Carrie Strug and then be paraded around in the alleged abusing arms of Bella Caroli and not go out in disgrace like some Harding or Bobbitt or Weinstein or Paladin of the West Kingdom. <laughs> now that I've set the stakes insanely high, welcome to The Shamecasters, the show that disappoints more than when you think you found the best chocolate chip cookie there is and you bite in to discover nothing but raisins laughing at you and solidified oatmeal. Or oh, more than when Natalie wakes up from her dream about Ryan Reynolds only to discover she's actually next to Ryan James. Or more than when <laughs> Jeff thinks he's about to indulge in a lovely sugarless butterscotch delight and then have normal <laughs> bowel movements for the next 16 hours. <laughs> yes, we can't promise anything other than the same old utter nonsense that has plagued the show for the last 98 episodes. But what we can promise you is the same old utter nonsense that has plagued the show for the last 98 episodes. And isn't that really the promise we actually always wanted to fulfill in the first place? Uh, you've all been waiting episode after episode for some sweet, sweet relief from this stupid shit. But it turns out the show you thought was so ugly took off its glasses and now it's even uglier. But you've been single for a while, so you're ready to finally settle. 
just so you can have a few years of fun before your thing doesn't work. So let's call this what it is. You want to have a good time, and we're easy. So what's up with you guys? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, boy. Nothing. We, should we stop? They don't have to be the same length. Shut mm-hmm. it down. Shut it down. Take the batteries. See you at 100. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <Do-do-do-do>. <laughs> We've been having... We had a couple of game nights last weekend, and I think what? at both game nights, we we played Guilds of Merchant Explorers and Next Station London because we can't stop was playing just those two one, games. Was it just one game night? No. And we just, and we just lied and yeah. said it wasn't. Yeah. It was two. And Are we were your just friends like, Let's just really yourselves? <laughs> yeah. No, we hang out with Andrew and Cheyenne on Friday night, and then we hung out with Frankie and Kyle on Saturday night. What was the second game you said? Uh, Next Station London. Dude, that game okay. is so, so awesome. Fun. We played that with yeah. the kids. And we played that. I with knew I would love it. And and yeah, we it's can't so stop good. playing it. And Guild of Merchant Explorers, I Ugh, I so only want to be playing that. I right know now. it's We're, that game is fantastical. It is. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Oh, we're like watching uh, Lord of the Rings, House of oh, the yeah, Dragon. The, um, the show. How is that? It's good. Um, if you were to look up like YouTube reviews, you would think it's the worst thing that's well, ever happened. I I can't trust Lord of the nerds Rings? like yeah. that. Nerds, yeah, are okay. so. Just fucking nerds. You got it. Like they you could just, not have said it better. They can't get out of their own nerdy way and enjoy something. <laughs> get out of your way, nerds. Get, get out, out of your, your own, own damn way. Nerd yeah. way, nerd. They are. No, seriously. The show is good. I, I, I like it a lot so far. It's going a little slower than I kind of... I, I Rather, I shouldn't say it like that. I should. I, I hope it picks up more. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think sure. that we're halfway through the season now. I think there's only 10 episodes, I think. And I would have hoped for more like gripping moments at the end of it. That's really the only yeah. complaints I have so far. Cool. And I feel the same way about House of the Dragon. I really like that show too. I like that one a lot more. I'm way more into that than Lord of the Rings. But I will say I'm not a fan of the Lord of the Rings movies. A guess. Just because I've tried. I've given them several chances. And I just, <laughs> what about like the Hobbit stuff? Have you done I just, that? I, it just loses me. And I'm, I just... I have trouble staying interested in the story. You did say you like the show, but better. I do like, like the, the show. show. <laughs> I like the show, okay. And so I'm, I'm interested in that, and so that, that tells you anything. Um, but House of the Dragon, I'm much more into. Because um, there's a lot more sex, and if there's not sex in it, Natalie sure. won't watch. Is there some? No, is there some wieners? You know, no. I don't think I've seen any more. Ma- any? No, I don't think right. There's been no moodity. There's definitely no no male male wieners. Oh, I'm, trying to, male make, I'm trying to make Has that there happen. been? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or dudity. That's women? what it is. Dudity. Yeah. Huh? Has there been women nudity? Probably. There ha- it's the Game of Thrones. And it's, Not that I, really I don't think there is. Well, here's why. Because in the in the first like few episodes of this House of the Dragon, the, like the main characters are, are kind of They're younger. like teenagers, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, in the books, they're like nine. I know. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Daenerys was like, a, I don't even know if she was a yeah, teenager they had, uh, in the books. Yeah, she uh, was. Yeah, that was weird. Right. Ooh, yikes. Um, Ooh. We are, we're also watching The Patient. Thanks to your recommendation. Yes. Are you and like, love it. Okay, man. Is that it is, good. Okay, that good. is like. Um, Sometimes I, I would like make these recommendations and I'm always like, all right, are they going to like it? No, it's, it's like that thing it, where you're playing a game. I wonder if Jeff would like this. Yeah. Or is Jeff going to like yeah. this? Like, I no, watch I like, the show you, and I'm like, you, do other people like you've this? You've been pretty solid like, on yeah. your TV recommendations yeah. with us. We watched the. I do like my TV recommendations. You got some good ones. Yeah. I'm trying to think of if there's one that you've. The only one that you told us about that I didn't that we didn't love was that one with Will Arnett where they're kind of improving everything. Yeah, oh, and I, right. I totally yes. got that. Yeah, I understood yeah. that. Like you not liking that, I was like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's the <laughs> only one. I mean, like you recommended um, my favorite show probably in the last several years, Severance. Yeah, yeah. Only was murders, a was a Jeff recommend only murders, murders was yeah, a Jeff a recommendation. 
and now TV, and now TV. this. Yeah. yeah, and I haven't watched what everyone in the Discord is loving that you recommended, which is the one. Oh, that re- the rehearsal. The rehearsal. Yeah, we haven't watched that yet. <laughs> so people weird. Are, people are and liking again, it though. Th- that one you might watch and be like, "This is fucking dumb," and I would be like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, disagree with you." Yeah. I am watching something new on Netflix. Have you okay. started the Dahmer thing? Uh, I no, want we haven't to. yet. Okay, but I've been hearing is, again yeah, in the Discord. I actually like. Oh. I actually it. saw it and I was like, I want to watch that. And then people in the Discord started talking about it, and I was like, Oh, now I like. So we're like two, we're two episodes in and a lot of people know the story of, of Jeffrey. Right, Dahmer, he's people, right? right? He's the, eating, yeah. the people eater. Yeah. yeah. He like, you know, he took, one eyed one he took boys and 18 year old and like killed them and then like Ooh. cut them up and ate them. And it was like, he was a piece of shit. Right. But what's, what <laughs> is crazy is it's hard to say that this is like interesting, right? Because it's like a terrible thing. Yeah, but no, it is disturbing. I, it is it's disturbing. It's more Evan, like fascinating. Evan like. Peters is freakishly good, really, at being a fucking creepy weirdo. Does he? <laughs> do they make him look just like him? He's close. Yeah, I think as close as they can get a guy who's not him. You know, like yeah, that. yeah, right. And he's because Evan Peters is in American Horror Story, and he plays some weirdos. Okay. So, did you ever watch American Horror Story? No. no. So. Each season of American Horror Story has a different like theme, right? So there's like there's the asylum, and then there's the circus, and then there's like a cult. But the actors in each of the season are, for the most part, the same. Oh, okay. Except they just play different characters. Like Evan Peters is in a bunch of the seasons just as as a different person, Mm -hmm. and he is weird in a lot of them. So it's a weird dude. Yeah, I had I think I put this in the Discord today. I had a student of mine who was watching and he asked me if I was watching it, and I was like, Yeah. He's like, Do you see this actor? Like, Yeah. He's like. There is no way you can act that weird and creepy and not be a serial killer in real life. Like, <laughs> Maybe that's part of his an method. Eye out on this guy. That's part of his method. Yeah. Yeah. He killed people. He's like, hmm, but he really wants to get into who the don't character. we care about? <laughs> yeah, it's dark. It's good. Um, I think what they end up doing is they get into the court case stuff later. I haven't got into that, oh, okay. but I think that's where it kind of ends up. I see him mm-hmm. in court. Also. Yeah, right. But man, it's wow. I've heard. I mean. Uh, so we're watching a lot of heavy shows. Okay, yeah. The, yeah. the the patient is is yeah. pretty heavy. We're watching yeah. Handmaid's and Handmaid's Tale. Tale is back, and that's oh, also very heavy. Mm-hmm. And those are usually back on the same day. I feel like we have those to watch. Well, it's Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, when, no Wednesday, Tuesday. Wednesday, Tuesday. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. and so I, maybe after we get through both of those shows, we could start a, yeah. another heavy one because I don't know that I could take it because well, I'm even, sure that's really even it's kind really of like heavy, House right? of the Dragon yeah. is kind of heavy it in its own way, even it though it's more like fantasy. You have to like pay attention. Right. right there's not like a we just started show. Yeah. we just started um we watched like two episodes of um a league of their own that oh it's good oh, I haven't watched that. oh it's I watched really that. Good. i think on the discord they were saying it was good too i liked um, it a lot so far it's good yeah, i liked really it at, i liked it while we were watching it and then all of a sudden nick offerman came in and i was like oh yeah, right he's the coach cool. and then yeah. one of the yeah. main yeah, girls the is the girl from um good place i can't remember her name but she's like the Kristen bell not Kristen bell the one who's like <laughs> not back. real not a real person Oh, like the, the Janet? Geez. Janet, that's the right. Janet, I couldn't yeah. remember her name. Okay. Yeah, she's the Janet She's hilarious in, in, is in The this. Good Place. Yeah. Man. Yeah, she's one of the main characters in okay. in this. You should you should watch it. It's good. I really, really enjoyed it. We only watched watch two episodes, but I was I will gladly keep going. To backtrack to the patient, isn't Steve Carell like oh, so good? Yes, he's so good. And so just like different, right? For how many times yeah. we've seen The Office over and over and over again. Or, mm-hmm. you know, Evan Almighty plays these like goofy characters. He hasn't been yeah. goofy like, once. In this. He's and also he's, in the morning show, and he like plays like basically like the Matt Lauer type character who like gets canceled because yikes. of like okay. some yeah. allegations, and, yeah. and so like he's really good in that too. Based on not true story, this is not a true story. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I have to tell you this. Okay, so I I was on Reddit the other day. Sure, 
and there was a it was like a joke but more of people just like responding to it and okay it was, it was what is the female version of rock out with your cock out oh i see okay okay and i thought that we could bring a joke back from the past beautiful someone wrote binge out with your minge out <laughs> <laughs> and i was like the callback is minge oh that's hilarious let's hear more rave out with your cave out oh <laughs> what rhymes with crevasse yeah i just got a Black cricket should i make some t-shirts <laughs> yeah yeah roll out with your hole out Ooh. jazz out with your snaz out oh i like it your snaz. there's uh jam out with your clam out <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, Bang out with your tang out. Wrap uh, out with your flap out. Is, is badge out a saying? Because if yeah, not, sure. if it is, I have one. Puff out with your muff out. Badge out with your badge out. Yeah. Um, sit out. Sit out with your slit out. Oh, okay. I thought clip, but good. Yep. That's Booze good. out with your coos out. <laughs> Veg out with your vag out. Just like yeah. that one. It's like that. Just it just keeps going. Lash out with your gash out. <laughs> Didn't you have like a? Thing yeah, we had a, a we had a, a living shock book with a yeah. bunch of different uh, terms yeah, for the. It was shock. great. It's like that the was, same thing as that. Yes, that's exactly right. what I, it's I almost exactly about. the same thing. Yeah, there was a. I probably could find that email somewhere. I know. I looked for it the last those. time, and I'm like, oh, dang really? it, I can't find it. Yes, now that you raised your hand. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to remind you. You mentioned to me <laughs> it's earlier. Yeah. That you wanted Move to on. tell a story. Have I ever told the Dome Tupito story? I don't know what words. Yeah, okay, me neither. So he wouldn't tell me. Okay. That's what I. Yeah. Okay, so oh, oh man, I'm glad I, I would have forgot. I'm glad you said that. So I used to work at Chili's a long, long, long time ago. Pre nap, pre Bill Naps, or after? Uh, after. Bill Naps. Okay, actually, it is immediately when Bill Naps closed down. Okay. But the first job I got after that was at Chili's. I was a cook at. I got a cooking job at Chili's. So. Um, <laughs> so I'm cooking at Chili's and I'm brand new. I don't know anybody, right? And there's this one guy who I really thought was my friend, and he was <laughs> teaching me the ropes. And now all of the guys on the fryer station, they didn't actually let anybody cook the fryer stations except these three guys, and they were all uh, they called like Mexican the fryers. Yeah, the fryers. <laughs> yeah, they were all like Mexican Mexican guys. Okay, and they didn't speak English at all. Okay, somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, they did. They, they could understand but you, but they couldn't really speak sure. it to you. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know how that works, but that's how it worked with them. So um, this guy, uh, we'll call him Clay because that's his name. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I'm going to teach you a couple of phrases to say to them when you need help. Because you're going to have to get, I'm not going to be here and you're going to be running the kitchen yeah. and you're going to have to communicate with them. And I was like, thank you, Clay. Thank you, thank friend. God. What a great This friend. man, I wrote a letter to the manager and he got promoted <laughs> and I was so happy. And he's like, okay, the first one I'm going to teach you is when you're really busy and you you need him to come over and help you. Like you need him, like you need his assistance for whatever. Yeah. You got to plate some food. You don't have enough hands for the ribs and the steak, you know, and you, you need somebody. You just yell, dame tu pito. You just yell at the top of your lungs and he'll come running to you. And I was like, wow, okay, what is it again? He's like, dame tu pito. <laughs> okay. And I must have said this phrase 10,000 times that day to lock it into my brain. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly might have been pronouncing it wrong. This was this was back in the day, but it was Dame, Dame Tupito or Dome Tupito, something like that. Okay. And so <laughs> the day comes where he's gone gonna, I'm, and I'm running the kitchen. Yep. And I am so, I'm like, I feel so fucking sweet. I'm like, no one knows I can speak Spanish. Wait till they hear this. <laughs> I'm going to blow them away. And so I'm like, Dame Tupito, Dame Tupito. And they look at me like I have fucking cockroaches crawling out of my nose. <laughs> Like, they're like, what the? 
and then they look at each other, and then they just erupt in laughter. And I'm like, no, Dome to Pito, Dome to fucking Pito. Like I'm freaking out. I need yeah. help, you know. I'm like freaking out, and they don't, they they don't, they, they yeah. don't help me, and they're just like laughing. And so I ended up doing whatever I needed to do, and I was kind of pissed at them. Like these fucking guys, like what the hell is their deal? And that was so I never said anything about this again. I ended up quitting that job months later, mm-hmm. and I moved out to um, California in 2005. Yep. Or 2005, 2006, whatever. And I get out there and I, I work at the Dr. Phil show. And one of the managers at the Dr. Phil show is of Mexican descent. And I'm talking to him and I'm yakking him up. And I'm like, we're outside. <laughs> we're outside on break one day. And I'm like, hey, oh, I got to ask you something. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sure. What, what's up? And I'm like, I used to work at Chili's and I learned this <laughs> phrase. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, but they, they, didn't, they didn't understand me and they were just laughing. He's like, oh, you probably got the masculine and the feminine wrong or something yeah. and it was goofy and i'm like oh, yeah, okay he's like do you remember what it was and i was like yeah dome tupito and he starts laughing his fucking out I'm like what the hell does that mean and he goes it means give me your dick <laughs> i was gonna say i took a lot right. of spanish and there's no word there's no help in that phrase yeah. i've never heard of any of those words i was yelling give me your dick at give the top of dick. my give me your fucking give me it dick yeah you give it give me, me it give it to bring me. it over here give me give it, it. I'm like, why won't you dome to Pito? <laughs> They're like, oh my uh, god, yeah. And I felt so ashamed. I was <laughs> so I died laughing at as well. Like you know, happy to be finally out of the state where Clay, good old Clay, Clay. I hope teaches me some fucking now. friends <laughs> or some lang- some fucking phrases in Spanish. God damn it! Clay. So if anyone named Clay at Chili's when you're cooking with him tries to teach you a phrase dome to Pito, it means give me your dick. Don't listen to him. Don't or just listen give to him Clay. your dick. Or, or yeah, just give it to him. Maybe if, what if what if that was the only phrase I knew? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> give me it. Oh man, so that's, that's the dome to Pito story. I like it. Definitely haven't heard that one. If you don't have anything else, I have something I have to talk about. No, I don't have anything. Okay, we have to talk about this chess drama. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> You're... <laughs> I've already heard too much about this. Okay. Okay. Please, can we talk about this? Let me okay. start over. It's your show, man. I will please, say, please. It, is, in our contract, it is pretty fucking weird. <laughs> in Natalie and my contract, we're not allowed to interrupt <laughs> you when you're talking about chess. We know yeah. that we've read it. Magnus, Our lawyers Magnus, have signed blah, blah, it. Blah, blah, is this blah. better or worse than me saying there's some Star Wars Destiny drama? Oh, this is... <sighs> you don't know? Is it worse? What about Maria it's drama? Better. It's better than Star, than Star Wars? Wars. I think you're gonna, you might enjoy this. This is really weird. Okay, before you absolutely tune out, this is going to sound like something I'm making up for content. But okay. trust me, you're going to want to listen to this in its entirety <laughs> because the rabbit butthole goes so deep on this one. Rabbit butthole? Yep, that'll come back in a minute. Yep, so, butthole. Magnus Carlson... <laughs> Yep. He is the current world chess champion and the number one ranked player in the world. Yeah, we know. Okay. He's so <laughs> dominant, Natalie hates his fucking guts, that yep. he's constantly called the best chess player of all time. And it's that's kind that's of an arrogant. He called himself He is that. kind of He's a, no. <laughs> every, it was a he self. He does not oh, call him. Remember, he wears a chain like Flavor Flav that says <laughs> yeah. most dominant chess player of all Remember when he world. he was the winner of the Magnus Carlson yes, championship? Yes, he won his own championship. Or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. He paid not, himself. Look, he I don't have defense for that. I can't defend that. But he's not, I'll say this. I call him this too. So it's not just him. I also call him the greatest chess player. Okay, so all that. You and Magnus call Magnus the greatest chess player <laughs> yes. in the history of chess playing. And that's not even around my house, because around my house, he's constantly called the douchiest bag of all time <laughs> yeah. by my blushing bride who doesn't care at all for decency or culture. So coming into this tournament called the Sinkfield Cup, Magnus was on a 53 game unbeaten streak. Okay. Okay. The current record 
for unbeaten games in a row is 100, is 125. Oh. Is that by that robot? No, it's by Magnus. <laughs> also robot. by Magnus. What was that robot's name? Uh, Deep really... Blue. Did he? Did, what, is the robot better than him? Deep Blue beat um, Gary Kasparov, I think, who was like the current world champion. That was before Magnus' like time. Guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, anyway, so Robots. 125 games unbeaten was the streak. He's currently on a 53-game unbeaten streak, okay? The guy's almost as good at not losing chess as I am at not having sex with Selena Gomez. Okay. Well, I'm a little gone, better. You've gone, I'm a little better. You've gone longer without having sex yeah, than he my has streak is, yeah, My streak, streak is, is longer. More so yes. than like in the fourth. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> God damn it. So he entered this tournament in the Singfield Cup and gets matched up against the lowest-rated player in the tournament, a 19-year-old American chess player named Hans Neiman. Magnus has the white pieces, and Hans has the black pieces, which if you know chess, on the highest level, having the white pieces, which is who get to move first, is like the slight advantage. Okay? Hans proceeds I knew that to from absolutely crush Magnus into a powder. Yes! He crushes him. Like, it wasn't close, he fucking destroyed him. 53 games under streak, gone. All right. So Magnus. Let's just end it there. Hans. So Hans, Magnus. Hans. And you might, you might have that, that mentality. I got stuck watching some of his uh, drama videos. Right, <laughs> okay. Hold. So Hans. Let me, let me do it. Okay. So Hans Zimmer. What happened with Hans Zimmer? So Magnus. I just want to recap this real quick. Magnus, mm-hmm. who has not lost in 53 games. Mm-hmm. Before that, he had not lost in 125 with the white pieces against the lowest rated player in the tournament gets absolutely crushed. Yeah. Okay. So what happens after this game? The next day. Magnus withdraws from the tournament completely. That was like game one of the tournament. Okay, he draws completely. He withdraws completely. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Wang Wang. Yeah. W- Tommy Womo Widow Fingy. Oh, right? oh, he lost to. Uh, 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 <laughs> he sounded like this one. I love. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, he's never done this in his entire career. He's never withdrawn a tournament ever. Okay, he's not just a whiny little bitch well. who does this when he loses. I'm just saying he's never done this before know, ever. Okay, I mean that that actually might be what ended up happening here. It might. Okay, he might but. have quit by being a whiny little bitch, but. It was unprecedented for both him and chess players in general. It's not typically something done, okay? Everyone wondered why he withdrew from the tournament because he didn't say anything about it. So all the speculation was flying around regarding why. He then tweeted a quote from some soccer manager after he withdrew that said, Ted Lasso. I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> that said, believe. barbecue sauce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People have not believed me this yeah. whole my whole life. He is garbage water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said, I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I am in big trouble. That's the that's the quote that he just ominous quote he tweets okay. after withdrawing, okay? Which of course only inflames the situation. Another huge mm-hmm. chess player, Hikaru Nakamura, then had a Twitch stream where he basically said he thinks Magnus quit because he suspects Hans of cheating. And then goes on to outline how Hans has cheated before and has been banned from chess.com, the popular online chess website, <laughs> oh, over man. the years for cheating. Got got. Hans then came out and had an interview where he was basically like Fuck all you haters. I beat that bitch fair and square. I'll play nude if you need me to. So there was all this speculation and debate over what happened. Magnus still hadn't said anything, and the drama didn't have time to cool before. A couple weeks later, after that tournament's over, there's the next tournament and <laughs> where Magnus is involved. And guess who else is involved? That's right, Hans. And guess what? They're paired up together. Shocking. So now it's crazy, right? So what's going to happen? Well, Magnus resigns the game after one move. He plays so one he move and, like, and resigns. And he's like, I'm fucking out. And then he goes on to absolutely destroy the rest of the field and win the tournament by a country fucking mile. Magnus well, how does. can you resign from a match and then still win the tournament? Yeah, I so so you, you get points whenever you win, lose, or, or draw. <laughs> okay. So him quitting was a draw? Him quitting was a loss. Was a loss. He loses a point. Oh. Hans gains a point. He then beats everyone else, basically, okay. over the next like 10, Hans 12 games. Hans, yeah, Hans didn't. Hans got like in the, somewhere in the middle. Did Hans, wins that, Hans win that first tournament? No, the first he didn't. Well, because okay. 
Yeah, he was the lowest rated player in the tournament. He wasn't expected to do well. Okay. He won a couple games like in that tournament, and then when people started accusing him of cheating, he started not winning. And then we'll get to that in just just a quick set, but it's not okay. Anyway, 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 Natalie, anyway, Natalie, wake anyway, up. We're doing story. a show. Anyway, 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 Magnus get basically the good part. shut the fuck. Magnus basically <laughs> Thanos snaps the competition away, playing like he had an axe right. So all the questions have been asked about how can you cheat playing chess. Online, it's easy. You have another chessboard up with the same moves that you're making on the one where you're playing someone, and that other chessboard's basically telling you the best moves in each, each position, okay? And you simply copy what it says into the game you're playing. Over the board, which is what happened with Magnus and Hans, is much more difficult to pull off. They have long since banned electronic devices like phones and stuff at these tournaments, as people would like run to the bathroom, whip out their cell phone, look up the best move, and then come back and play it. Mm-hmm. That's how people would cheat over the board. <laughs> yeah. That shit doesn't happen in these huge tournaments anymore because they have better security. Wait, they would no. eat a Werther's and then have to go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. 30 times. Well, so there's right. no rule against going to the bathroom. You can just get up and go to the bathroom if the fuck you need to. <laughs> and, but so they don't allow phones anymore. Anyway, right. yeah. so, all right. So one popular theory about how, because how could Hans be cheating? No. Yeah, how could Hans one be cheating? popular theory is that somehow Magnus's prep was leaked to Hans, okay? Like a football playbook being stolen and given to the other team, right? That sort of thing. But the theory that I hope is true is that Hans had a more undetectable device on him, or rather, in him. Yes, the theory goes like oh, this. Yeah, I go, yeah, okay. Hans had some sort of there. Bluetooth anal bead shoved up his ass, and an electronic <laughs> pulse is sent to it to somehow relay to him, I don't know, by Morse code, what pieces to move. Now, this theory is absolute Impressive. fucking ridiculous, but is also what prompted Hans to say that he would play naked. Okay. I feel okay. like he'd have to make all his moves like Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Born to be fine. <laughs> so they can see in his hole every time. Yep. Look at my hole. <laughs> Look at my butt fingers. <laughs> Another weird thing that sort of flies in the face of Hans's character is his accent. This is fucking weird, too. I don't know if I told you this, Natalie. So he oh, was born and raised in California. Video. It's not fucking stupid. God damn it. Hans was born and raised in California. American boy with a Californian accent. I've known about Hans for years before this whole event, and I've seen him many times on YouTube and twitch and things like that and he has an extremely american american accent all of a sudden like in the last month his accent has changed almost to like russian or some eastern european accent when he talks and people are like what the what the fuck's up with that and he's just like i don't know i've spent a lot of time around european chess players so that's the video i watched of him explaining why (laughs) he he had this accent and it it made zero sense everyone is just kind of like "Um, he was basically like well i spent two years in europe and i didn't even like leave my room and i was basically by myself the whole time and it's like oh okay well Well, people move here from england for like Um, 10 years and they still have an accent and they are around america jim gamer listens to us talking do you think he has an american accent (laughs) so So magnus finally releases a statement after the withdrawal and subsequent resignation where he basically says hans fucking cheated yo there's Mm -hmm. no way he played that well against me because he straight sucks and only a handful of people (laughs) can play like that against me and he's cheated before, and so how can I or any other player ever trust that he won't do it again and fuck this guy? And if he lets me say more without suing me, I'll release all my theories on why I think he's a dirty, dirty scumbag. So the okay. ball is now in Hans's court. We'll see what happens in the coming days, but this is more drama than the chess world has ever seen. Hubert H. Chess is out there absolutely castling in his grave at the thought of, the, of this game, uh, of his game, which is he invented to play with his great-grandchildren, is now linked to anal beads. <laughs> Pulsating anal beads. Pulsating yeah. anal beads. There's yeah. no Hubert H. That's chest. Great. That's just, I don't know. The last week or so, Ryan has been so eager for me to go upstairs to bed early Ooh. so he can watch his oh. his drama 
videos because so there's you, you say chest- he's like oh aren't you tired <laughs> yeah right. at like eight do you want to go to bed she's like ryan we just had dinner <laughs> <Go> <laughs> yeah <to bed. laughs> because there's this chest drama Slippers and then and there's melatonin. this then Fucking there's this <laughs> other drama related to some streamers that he watches and so like he has Watch all these backed up youtube videos oh, about all the it's drama fun. it's basically his soaps that he wants to watch <laughs> it, 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 it totally is it, i mean so she's that's not how wrong. that one time i Natalie, got, go to bed so i can watch my story i need to watch my stories i got stuck watching that one of this i got stuck you I, think I did funny. not love I it. You were double clicking your mouse the whole Natalie, time. Natalie, you got it. You got to look at I this. I wake her up. Hey, uh, hey, Natalie get like, all right. Well, I Magnus, guess I married you. Magnus took with his bishop, Natalie. He wouldn't <laughs> yeah. do that. He's been trying to. Yeah. To pawn four. I don't even know He's like, oh, Natalie, there's so much chest, chest drama. I'm like, oh. So speaking of things that go in your butt for pleasure, have you been playing the games, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I've been playing a game called Wormholes. <laughs> Good we segue. Yeah. Plan that. Let's talk about wormholes. <laughs> Wait, is this more an extension of the th- of the of the drama? Yeah. Is that what's happening? There there are spaceships and anal beads <laughs> inside of Hans in Hans's wormholes. Hello. Watch out, I'm playing chess here. Man. Let's shake hands. What does Nakamura think? He doesn't like he doesn't like him. He thinks he's che- well, he he knows that cuz Hans came out in that interview that I was talking about and he was like I cheated before. Mm-hmm. I cheated. I was young. He said he was you like know, 12. I was like 12 years old. I cheated. They banned me. So are they going to televise the nude chess match? I hope so. Because <laughs> I've never wanted anything so face? bad. Magnus? Magnus. Magnus and Hans Gruber both need to yep. be nude. Yep. Like they're both nude. Yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe Natalie will finally watch Natalie, a chess game you watch if it? the no. men are nude. What if he's just, what if he's just packing? His name is Magnus. Magnus. It's one letter away from Magnum. Magnum Carlson. That means. <laughs> and Hans Gruber sitting down <laughs> playing chess. You How just are you throbbing. not going to double-click your mouse? How are you not turned on? I think Ryan will be turned on. <laughs> I will be at the thought of uh, Jeff's explanation of wormholes. Here's wormholes. <laughs> I got wormholes at Gen Con. <laughs> oh, man, that's terrible. Oh, you got to go to the pharmacy. Better than COVID. It's taking a while. Um, <laughs> this is published by AG, who publishes a shitload of everything. Designed by Peter McPherson. That's a great way to explain okay. age. He's published fucking everything. <laughs> okay. Every, Shitload of everything. Ev- Guild everyone Merchants owns an AG game, okay? Yep. You own one, I promise. <laughs> okay? And the one you probably own is designed by the same person that designed Wormholes. Oh. Peter McPherson. Yeah. Who designed Tiny Towns. Oh, right. Okay. So this game, as we talked about last it's episode. It's already in the hole. Already in the hole. The negative 10. Starts at <clears throat> a minus, yep. is what I wrote down. Nice. <laughs> starts at call a back. minus. That's callback. Yep. If you don't, you have to go back and listen to that. Yeah, I don't think Natalia remembers. We'll wait. Um, I can tell she doesn't. This is also... What do I don't remember? See, told you. I told you. Starts at a minus? Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Probably. (laughs) I probably remember it. I probably do. Do you love me? Mind your own business. Probably. Probably. I probably do. Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. Mind your own business. I'll remember it if I want to. If I don't remember it, I don't remember it. Okay? You can't tell me what to remember. I remember that Will and Grace, your favorite show. No, shut you up. don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. You shut up. Well, you I don't remember what cards are in my head. Yes, you do. Snack. Yes, you do. Yes, yes, you can see them just I... fine. God, I, I know you better than you know yes, you. Yes, you can. God, Ryan. <laughs> Wormholes. Okay, wormholes. Start in the minus because Peter McPherson made it. And we all hated Tiny Towns, but yeah. everybody else loves Tiny Towns. Yeah. So it could that. be a plus for a lot of people. <laughs> so AEG hired him for another contract to make another game <laughs> called Wormholes. This is a route building pickup and deliver game. Oh, God. More oh, 
Ten. Four that was at minus ten. So this is starting so in the hole. Wow. Yeah. In the wormhole. In the wormhole. I like that. Deep in the wormhole. Which means there's probably another wormhole coming out, and every time you try to hate it, it's like, haha, now I'm in the positive. Yeah, you're both. You go like, in the negative, and it comes out the positive. Yeah. I can't wait to hear if it gets in the positive. Well, let's find out. <laughs> so the main board is made up of smaller boards with hexes all over it. It's like modular, so there's like, you know, Six different boards, and you smoosh them together in different ways. And basically, a whole bunch of little hexes. Like a yeah. There's a whole bunch of hexes, yeah. and it just looks like space. Okay, it's Natalie's favorite theme. There's planets, <laughs> nebulas, space shit all over the board. People hate okay? asteroids. They do stuff like yeah. that. I don't mind space. Okay, I think space is. <laughs> cool. I enjoy space. I like yeah, space I agree. Games. But there are some people that hate space games, like we hate train games. Yeah, well, they're really? out there. No. Fuck them. <laughs> Just You're FYI, out. space is way cooler than trains. My space is way cooler. Space. No space. Yes, agreed. Yeah. So <laughs> my space is not cool. Main board hexes all over the place. Okay, you start with a little tiny, um, cool wooden spaceship thing, and you start on the um, space station or something. Okay. And, okay. <laughs> like that. Players know. begin with a few passenger cards. So the passenger cards just literally have the planet on it, which is where the passengers need to go. Of course. And then you all start with wormhole tokens numbered one through five. You have two of each. So two ones, two twos. Do I need to keep going? Yeah. Two threes, okay. two fours, Wait, and two fives. Oh, all right. Two of each of those. So okay. ten, so glad you went to ten, all understand. Ten total. Okay. <laughs> Two ones. Well, hold on. <laughs> so what the goal is, the goal is to travel around this board, picking up passenger cards and dropping them off at the planets that are all around the Ugh. space shit. Okay. okay. Yep. All right. Okay. Stay with <laughs> Still me. in the hole. We're still in the hole, but we're still in the wormhole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Players have three tokens, which are basically your action points, which allow you to move one space. That's what you do with your action tokens. You say... I'm going to flip this over. I'm going to move one space. I'm going to flip another one. Move one space. Okay. Flip another one. Move one space. And then there's a bunch of free actions that you can do. The free actions are dropping off passengers, picking up new passengers, and then the cool one, which is dropping wormholes. Yeah, that sounds cool. So you can drop a wormhole on your space or on an adjacent space. Okay. Yep. And there are two, like I said, two of each number, two ones, two twos, two threes. Oh, I think two he fours, did say that. And two fives. Oh, Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. And, <laughs> Probably. And once you drop two of the same number spaces or two of the same number wormholes, those two spaces are considered adjacent and okay. cost nothing yeah. to warp through the wormhole. Like a wormhole in real life. So you would spend one <laughs> to those. move on to a wormhole and then you could shoot all the way across the board. Through your two wormholes, that's fucking to sweet. another wormhole. You can get those okay. at Brookstone. You can also use other players' wormholes. Gross, and <laughs> um, that gives the other person money. But you can basically just fly around the board, going wormhole to wormhole to wormhole. If you could set that up, that sounds fun. Yes, I'll say that. That is, I'll get there. But that is my. That's like the coolest part is sure. once the game builds up to kind of like the the plateau crescendo, the the yeah peak the peak of the game. The, sure, yeah. the summit. Is you feel like you have three movement actions and you can probably move like climax, dude. Climax, climax. right? Damn it. Fuck. Cut this Go out. back. <laughs> when the game reaches a climax, <laughs> Good, you can nice. fly around the board very efficiently, and that's okay. very cool to be able to drop off multiple passengers throughout the game. And that, does this that's happen? Very do you think cool. this will happen every play, or is it like, yeah, I finally got okay? Oh cool. yeah, you, you'll be able. It picks up quick in terms of like where you can kind of fly around to. Okay, um, and. The goal is to essentially just drop off these cards, these passengers at these different these different planets. Okay, um, as you drop off wormholes adjacent to those planets, the game progresses, and people you get points for passengers being dropped off, and that's how the game ends. Once a certain amount of your wormholes are adjacent, or everybody's wormholes, gross, are adjacent <laughs> to those planets, yep. it like ticks down the game. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, 
for a game, so I'll get to my thoughts right now. For mechanisms that I don't enjoy, for a game with mechanisms that I'm just like not drawn to, started mm-hmm. in the hole. I see the appeal of this game if you like pick them and deliver, deliver, route building. This type of game was kind of fun. Oh. So it got out of the hole. Yeah. It's like creeping for over sure. the top. It got out of the hole. Um, I like the art. I like the components. All, all the tokens are wooden, which is kind of cool. So that even is cool. the wormholes are all tokens. They could have easily been punch outs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're cool, nice, like. Was that a deluxified copy, no, that or just that's just the regular, regular retail yeah. edition? And for probably a thirty-five dollar game, I think that's those are good. They're good component yeah. quality stuff. The cards are a little thin. If I had to like nitpick, but sure. they're not being like used a ton. Yeah, or, like played with. You're a not going to like slide it across the table and have it rip in half. Right. Yeah. So, like I kind of said earlier, the fun happens about halfway through the game when there's a good number of wormholes out on there, and you can just like fly across the board and pick up and drop off cards, like. You feel really, really efficient, and that feels cool. Mm. Um, that sounds cool. You want to be clever in finding like the best routes around the board, because you might not want. You want to drop them near these planets, but maybe you don't have a a passenger to drop off at that planet. Maybe your two, maybe these two planets are really close to each other, and you don't want to drop your um, two uh, wormholes at the same like. Because well, everybody can use everybody else. Everybody right? can use it, but you're giving other people points. So yeah. it's also like shit. I want to use mine. But Ryan's gets me right to where I need to, and then yeah. I can use Ryan's to get there, and then Just Natalie's hole board. gross to get over there, <laughs> and then I can use my own hole gross to get back over there and drop off all those. <laughs> she waxed, and only use fine. one movement to basically just bounce around the board, it's which I think is really she... that was like a fun, a fun puzzle. I think. Okay. Um, I think the game cruises by in an hour. Which That's I good news. Okay, I was going to ask that next. That's good yeah. News. So oh, I just played two player, which I think if I'll, I'll get to some downsides in a second, but. The one of the downsides, I don't think it thrives at two, but it you works. need more interaction. You mean I think it would be because it would ramp up faster with the wormholes, yeah, because you'd have more of them just everywhere, yeah, because they would be all over the place, right? And you can't, so as you're dropping them, you have to drop them in order. So you have to drop one first, and then the second one, and then the first right. two, and then the second right. two. You want me to keep going, and then the first three, yeah. and then the second, oh, the three. first three, and then you just keep going in that order, okay? Um, what order? So if <laughs> the first one, and okay, then the second okay. one, okay, okay, <laughs> but if there's five that. of us playing the game, those things are getting out fast. Which I think would be really cool. So the the peak for me, the the climax would happen earlier. Nice. Okay. You know, the climax yeah. would happen earlier right. in a game like that. <laughs> Good word. And I don't think it would last that much longer because there's only a few more tokens that you add to kind of end the the game. An hour seems like a good a good length yeah. of time, it's right? It's perfect for that and it's not because it's not too like thinky. The crunchiness is just trying to plan out routes, but it's not like overly but like, oh, we we need this game to be an hour and a half. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, question. So yes. you mentioned about halfway through it ramps up and gets fucking awesome. What is the first half like fun wise before it's, it ramps up and gets awesome? Yeah, it's a little slow because when you're moving, there's a couple turns in the beginning where you're basically just going to be like, I'm moving three, boop, 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 my turn's over. Or you're moving three and dropping a wormhole or you're dropping, you know, because really you don't want to move three and drop two wormholes because they're right next to each other. Sure. So Dave and I both at the beginning of the game had maybe two or three turns each that we both were just moving three to like set up for the next turn. So it wasn't like terrible. Yeah. I think the fun of the zipping around the board outweighed just the quick turns. Okay. Cause also one of the things that I didn't enjoy is it, I almost maybe wanted to fly around the board a few more times cause it was that fun. So it ended too quickly. Um, it ended like for me. I feel like it ended a little too quickly. Oh, and okay. maybe that was just our play where we maybe shouldn't have dropped so many. 
but we, we we both scored like a decent amount of points. We kind of dropped off a bunch of passengers. If it goes longer, does it feel boring maybe? Yeah. So maybe it does end at the right spot, but I think I was having fun flying around the board. Pacing yeah, seems like the most the difficult fun thing to design for. Yeah. You know what I mean? How do you develop pacing? Mm-hmm. That's got so tricky. And it's and it, with my game, it is too. But yeah, anyway, continue. Yeah. So at the end, you have... So, so the beginning, having a few turns that are fast is okay. Because toward the end, you have a little bit of AP of going, all right, I have three passengers that I need to drop off. Those are the three planets. Can I do it in three moves by using all these wormholes? Can I, can I do that? Um, and that was... That caused a little bit of just like that turn slowed down at the end, which isn't bad. I, I don't mind that because it wasn't like that the entire game, right? At the beginning, you're just kind of flipping things. So good length. Mm. There is some girth. There is <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is an advanced side to all the the main player bo- the main board with different planets that do different things. There's a spot that lets you like if you go there, you can shoot all the way across the board. <laughs> um, there's some different things like a certain planet lets you draw an extra card or move differently that kind of stuff adds a little bit of um advanced rules there is in terms of a couple downsides um other than what i've already said there is a little bit of luck in card drawing as you're drawing passengers i might inherently draw some passengers that perfectly work out i'm right kind of near there is something that does help that where if i'm at a planet and i pick up a passenger card that is already at that planet i can't take that i have to discard it so at least there's not like oh i'm there points points points." right so there is a discard but the planet that I do draw could be near that one and I could get to next round or not. There is a market of cards that sort of tries to mitigate that a little bit. So you can draw from the face up market instead of the deck. So that helps a little bit in that. I'm interested to see how it holds up with like more and more plays. Is is the warping around the board going to be fun on play 10? Sure. I don't know. Um, but I, I do want to try it with more people because I think more people... Again, that climax could hit earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, you got you know, everyone's you mouth in there. Hit that climax. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was wormholes by AEG. I'm I'm liking it. It started in the hole, but it got <laughs> out of the hole for me. Um, <laughs> it's out of the hole. My world. Wormhole. It's in the it's in the good, not great. And sure. I'll update when we maybe play with more people. Very cool. But cool. Yeah. You act, you actually kind of have me interested. I'm not going to lie, because I it doesn't... Yeah, yeah I know. Designer, fine. not good. Uh, pick up and deliver is... Oof, I know. No, the, no bueno. The path jumping is cool. That yeah. sounds really that sounds fun. That's probably the coolest thing. And if again. it's not super long, yeah. maybe it's worth trying. Right. So, awesome. One of the coolest things at Gen Con that I talk about year after year is wandering the vendor hall and finding that game that wasn't on your radar. The game you didn't even know was a thing. And then you find it and you're so excited about it. And then you get it home and you're all giddy and then you f- you're you all giggly and everything. And you can't stop like writh- writhing around your body's pulsating with electrification of what could be. <laughs> the shrink wrap falls to the floor as do your pants. The game stands there acting coy oh and bashful as both of you are seeing each other for the first time. Embarrassed <laughs> and elated at what's about to happen. Tenderly and shyly, you lift off its top and start to feel around inside, learning all about what pleasures await you. It's one of the coolest things I talk about all the time, and it happened a couple times this year. One such time was a roll and write game that Donkey Kong found called Dungeons, Dice, and Danger. In Dungeons, Dice, and Danger, or da-da-da for short, players are rolling <laughs> dice, combining them to form two pairs of numbers, akin to the classic game Can't Stop, if you uh, uh, need to visualize this, and then either using the numbers they've chosen to move throughout the map or to fight monsters, or both, the map you're using is a series of rooms with numbers in them. There are also rooms with monsters in them. Once the first player eliminate, well, okay, the, the, the English rules say once the first player eliminates the last monster from their board first, the end game trigger, uh, the end game is triggered, and then players total up their points, and whoever has the most points wins. However, 
talking with Jeff, Jeff mentioned that the English version of the rulebook, there's about six different languages in there, is the only version of the rules that actually has the end game triggered in that way. A mistranslation possibly happened, according to BGG. Yeah, it there's sounds some, like, something weird. It sounds like the, the end game condition is supposed to be just when all the monsters, all monsters are dead. Are dead. Yeah, so it's kind of like you're all in this forest at the same time, and when they're all dead, there's nothing. It's over. There's nothing fight. else to kill. Right? So that would be the, the the theme behind it, right? Sure. Um, but yeah, that's there was there was some some weird happen. Interesting. Basically, on your turn, the active player rolls five dice. There are four white dice and a black die, and all the other players have to uh, make two combinations from only the four white dice. The active player does the same thing. However, they get access to that black die and may swap that out for one of the white dice to make their combinations. Once players have selected their combinations, they go over to their map and start crossing shit out. If you chose a three and a five, let's say, you are either crossing out a room with one of those numbers in it that is either starting uh, a starting space or one that connects to another you've crossed out previously. You Or you can potentially use those numbers to fight monsters that show uh, that those numbers wound it. It's that simple. If ever you can't make a play with the combinations of dice because either none of the numbers you can make are adjacent to a previously marked room or a starting space or... None of the numbers are the right ones for monsters you're fighting. Then you have to start taking damage. And the more damage you take uh, loses you points at the end of the game. And if you lose too much, it can ultimately knock you out of the game completely. There are some powers you can get along the way, treasure to collect. But other than that, bada bing, bada boom, game over. Once a player defeats, once all the monsters, I should say, are defeated on the map. So things I liked. The artwork in this game is really nice. It's oh, real. I really like yeah. it. Yeah, things I didn't yeah. like. The game just isn't that good. <laughs> <Isn't> the artwork. <laughs> All right. So this game is. Um, I'm trying to think of a game that it kind of reminds me. It kind of reminds me of like in a way like like on tour or or like Rolling USA in a way where you and those games the numbers are already is Rolling USA. I think the numbers are already on the map, right? And then you're crossing them off as you make a connection. You play Rolling USA. I've played, yeah, I've played not the USA one. I've played, I think I've played Rolling USA Europe or whatever. Japan maybe. or something. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, and, and on tour is kind of like that too, except you are writing the no, numbers I think in on you're tour, right? right? Um, you are writing them in on tour. I think in um, Rolling, Rolling USA. USA, you're writing. Are you writing them as well? The adjacent ones have to be within one. Yeah, okay. The okay, there so you go. So you this kind of reminds me of something similar to that because you're rolling dice and then you have to, um, in this one, the numbers are already pre-printed on the board and you have to just match them to move. Okay, so as you start crossing numbers off, you are also reducing the numbers that you can use in the future. Um, it kind of reminds me of those games. And uh, it's an interesting concept. I like that premise. And I also just inherently like fighting monsters. That's just a fun yeah. type of thing, especially in this kind of like a light setting. Um, I really like the, there's these three powers that you get that you can, you, can, you can kind of uncover as the game goes on. And they're all really good. We didn't, there, there's one that gives you more health, or it's basically a shield. When you take damage, instead you take it on this health. There's one that allows you to just, it's like a torch, but you can just go to any room you want to if the dice don't work out, and you can do that twice. And then there's one that lets you get additional black dice when you're not the active player, which is also really powerful. So those are all really kind of cool things. Um, the rule book, I'm going to go back into things I didn't like. The rule book is just terrible. It was translated very poorly and took far too long to understand concepts like how combat worked. It was much too confusing for a game that's about as light as second chance. The decisions for most of the game are 
kind of weak, in my opinion. It's basically, what can you do with the dice rolled? And if you can't do anything, too bad, you take damage. <clears throat> There's a lot of room for analysis paralysis as players work out what combinations they can make. And, oh, shit, if I take the seven, then I have to take a four. And I can't do anything with a four, but the seven could be pretty good. But, fuck, I don't want to take damage, so let me see what I can do with a two and a nine. And that process just seems to always take a long amount of time, at least it did in our game. And we just played it with two players. I feel like if we had four of us, it would drone on and on. However, that's caveated a little bit by the rules that I just learned where the game doesn't end necessarily once one player, because yeah. one player defeating all the enemies first, took it took a while. But if it's just, you're almost kind of like working as a group and whoever, once they all die, it's over, that's going to take a lot less time. So I think that would probably alleviate that concern for me. Um, like I said, it felt a bit of like on tour rolling USA feely for me, and you can just kind of get stuck after a while. If the dice don't cooperate, or you're, you're then you're having a bad time, and it's it's that kind of frustrated that I don't like in games. On tour rolling USA have that too, where you just like write yourself into a corner, and then you're just like, shit, I'm I'm fucked. Um, after it was over, I asked Natalie, did you like it? And her <laughs> response was, I mean, it wasn't the best game ever, but it's a game you can play while you have nothing to do, like on a train. <laughs> <laughs> which i found hilarious because Choo -choo. that specific situation has happened maybe once in our entire lives hey. I, was, I was like we know we need to stop giving examples of way to play games that are just kind of subpar i feel like we do that all the time it's not bad i think it would work if i was sitting on a bench waiting for my coworker to get out of the bathroom you know <laughs> this game was not bad in the fact that it worked it worked as a game was it a fun game for me not really i didn't love this game i didn't hate it though i wasn't angry playing this i wasn't wishing it was over immediately i was just kind of like okay the fun level doesn't go that high mm -hmm. it's it, it felt like it didn't there wasn't really much I, I, we got to the cap of the fun at the beginning i was like oh okay i get what this game is now um on the low end it's on the low end of good not great for me uh, there are much better games to play in this space if you're on a train with nothing to do <laughs> that I'd pick over and over. Yeah, weren't you like, da, wouldn't da, da, you da. rather just play Next Station London every time? And I was like, yes. Yeah. What if you're on like a, <laughs> yes, what if you're on like a bus though? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then, you, then you have to play Next Station London. Oh. It's all, oh, or no, is that about, one about buses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what about a subway? <laughs> what if you're on a plane? <laughs> what if you're on a plane? Is this so better? it's kind of a bummer for me. I, I, was, I had high expectations. Well, not expectations. I had high hopes for it. And it kind of it kind of didn't reach them for me. What do you think, Natalie? Um, I didn't dislike it as much as you did. I mean, luckily I didn't have to learn the rules. That sounded you did. like it was rough. Yeah, I mean, you just had me read one little like, part and try to like help you interpret <laughs> you it. But me. like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds rough. But I mean, I don't know. I thought it was a fun roll and write. You know, I like the rolling dice and picking the path and you know that whole situation <laughs> um i you know same thing i kind of liked killing the monsters and um like earning the special powers and all that stuff trying to like utilize that as much as you can i didn't do very well um playing it but like i thought like you kind of said it, the premise is fun in general yeah, right but running through and killing monsters yeah i agree i guess so when you were saying like you know when i said was like yeah i think it's a fun game you can play on a train or whatever i said oh. when you have nothing to do when yeah. you have nothing to do i have nothing to yeah. do on this train well, what the fuck am i gonna do on this train the reason i said that i have nothing to do like, no one's here talking to me right it's just me I've what the every other game at home <laughs> everything else hallelujah in that case i brought I dungeons, dungeons dragons and games. dice and dungeons <laughs> i got nothing to do i'm on a train well, i might as well play this my point is kind of this like for us, we've played like a ton of roll and write <laughs> games. No, this is not yeah, one of anywhere the, near my the point top. Is if you're on a train, 
This is the game for you. And you have but I liked it enough for like I would play it again. And if you are somebody who doesn't have a lot of rolling right or a lot of experience in rolling rights, I don't think. I mean, yeah, there are better ones, but I think that you might still enjoy this game. Is what I mean. Sure. You know, it's I get it. it's not. If I'm comparing it to all the other games, yeah, there's a lot of games that we like better, and then we probably won't keep it around because of that. But just to to the audience so would you recommend it then are you saying you'd recommend that people go out and buy this game over anything that you like if it sounds interesting to you i'd say yeah 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 and um, natalie recommends gamecasters recommended yeah and then there's like a couple different maps so it's (laughs) not all the same there's four different maps we played on the wussy level map yeah. Wussy. There's like it, well, it's like baby's first it's like baby wuss. first map, and then it's easy, <laughs> and then it's like normal, and then it's like difficult or something. Yeah. Like so to me, I'm like, yeah, I liked it. That's kind of like my review. Okay. What do you think, Jeff? You played this? So I played it. We played. Um, we missed a, a rule here and there, which made the game real fucking difficult. <laughs> um, we missed something that would have helped us a lot. But as we were playing through the game, I I felt stuck often because maybe because we missed. A big rule, so I, I want to hold my opinion back, but also maybe because I was like taking the wrong path or just stuck somewhere. Just I wasn't lucky thinking with the dice about, too. yeah, I just wasn't getting lucky with yeah. it. We all ended up dying, um, <laughs> but you guys weren't close to dying, and I think we all yeah, died I didn't take because any of, um, yeah, maybe a couple our rules, rules that we missed. missed. But I do think, to Natalie's point, and I agree with this, um, Donkey Kong owns this game. He doesn't have a roll and write that's beyond. Um, he has Fleet the Dice game. Okay. Much that's much heavier than this. Yeah, much heavier. And he has like a quicks type of game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of. He doesn't level. have the the middle the middling level forty five minute, half an hour forty five minute kind of dice rolling yeah. game or rolling right. And I think this is great for his collection because yeah. we'll play it. Well, he likes the theme probably, right? I'm gonna guess. Yeah, that's theme, like, yeah, your fighting thing. That's cool, and um, it looks good too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I like that you're um, earning. You're earning what are they like? They're not star hearts, but what are they? What's like the shields or something? You're earning these points. You're earning mm. these shields that get mm-hmm. you then points. I think it's kind of cool. Yep. Um. So you can sort of see where everybody's treasures, at. right? You get, uh, I think you're getting treasures, aren't you? Like they're they're gems. gems. They're gems. Yeah. Gems. yeah they're but like I like that you can kind of look around and see where everybody's at as they're playing. You can yeah. look. Okay, I'm getting my butt kicked here. Ryan's already attacking that monster. Let me maybe go to the other one so I can get the bonus of killing that monster first. And the treasure is cool, like you said. I'm interested. I want to try it with the correct rules before we do anything. That's probably a good idea. Uh, We did. Yeah. We um, (laughs) actually, um, our friend Bill, his wife, our our also friend Christy, she laminated a bunch of these sheets. Mm. Basically. So now Dave has a copy, Joe has a copy, and Bill has a copy. Ah. Um, She just laminated the sheets so we can play it with the dry erase, which I also think. is That's true because all you need is some dice on top of that. Yeah. You just need four. You need five dice. Five dice. So. I one downside that I while I was playing was exactly what you were saying. If these numbers are rolled and you're like, okay, I have seven and six, so I, I need this six. Let me cross this off. And then you sit and you look, shit. Well, I can't take I can't the seven. The other so one. now I need to erase yeah. the six and rethink yeah. about my plan. Yep. And I did that a few times. Oh yeah, so did we. I was like, we did that. It, we did that a lot, annoying. and it was frustrating because it ta- then then you have to start over. Now you're like, yeah, okay, now I gotta start over and think. And plan. it's like, uh, there was a lot of turns where both either of us were sitting here like. Yeah. Oh my God! It's taking well, forever. Well, there was also there was, something. Yeah. there was probably like I don't know, 
a 10 roll streak where we didn't roll a single five and we're like i need an 11 where no one's rolling a five yeah. every single time yeah. and, we had you a know, crazy streak where like we that. rolled like triples or quads oh, like, so you have like oh, no combinations like all right do i want eight or yeah. eight or eight? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. oh but i have the black die i can have eight eight or nine like, <laughs> right. like okay great so we, yeah we might have had some bad luck but i i want to play it again because i do like the theme it was fun to kind of pretend like you're fighting these and, and they're very creative in terms of naming the, the animals that you fight that rabbit on the thing is very clearly from monty python yeah, Holy totally. Grail, right like don't, that's kind of funny to sort of to get into that but i'm gonna hold off on having a true opinion until we play the game where we just didn't get absolutely destroyed. with the rules yeah makes sense um, yeah, very cool okay dungeons dong dungeon doll yeah exactly what else you got jeff i have a game about trees Ooh, i'm excited about this one Oh, I know what it's called. What's it called? Evergreen. It's called Evergreen. Dell. Evergreen Dell. Perfect. Ever Dell Green. Ever Dell Green. Farmer in the Dell. <laughs> Hi ho. <laughs> um, this was a hot, hot game at Gen Con this year as well. Yeah. And by that, I mean that if you went on um, the Board Game Geek, that, that you know, the website, Ever- there is <laughs> that, a, that there's that, there. the list of Gen Con hot games. Games. Evergreen was up there. Hot it was the top hot, 10 hot, hot. You know, thumbs up type Feeling of game. hot, hot, hot. It was on fire. This is published by Horrible Guild. Oh. Okay. <laughs> HG. It's not a very good Designed <laughs> by the same guy who designed photosynthesis. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you that trees. you can tell. Really? This really? would be like Elizabeth Hardgrave made Wingspan, right? If she made a game called like Robins. Feathers and Beaks. <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah. Just like yeah. that. It's in the same. You're like, well, this is this is. I can see. I'm almost happy that he designed photosynthesis because if he didn't, be like, I'd be like, someone ripped someone off photosynthesis. Stole, like, yeah. you, you better go to court. You need like, to be this mad. Is people's court. <laughs> like you're going. So in Evergreen, players are building ecosystems by planting seeds and growing trees. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Very similar. Biggest difference in this game is that everyone has their own individual ecosystem player. Very board cool. That is, of course dual layered no oh. sh- are you kidding me dual layered I do heard, you think I heard something they about heard that before yeah but you you sh- well okay i mean this is the first time i've ever said this i think but yeah if you can <laughs> play with a dual layered player board you should i think so you should like if you have the technology <laughs> which we do and the steady as humans to make a dual layer player you can glue them shits together you need to make these and make play them. with them and touch them and it, Get them on your finger pads. Exist. They look. It looks okay. really cool in pictures. It is. This is where you're placing teeny tiny trees. And real life. Is on. <laughs> well, I haven't yeah. seen it in real life. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant just general no, dual layer. I mean, the pictures I've seen of it oh, looks okay. cool. Yeah, the Evergreen okay. board is cool. So it's the board is a square, but the the map that you're kind of putting your trees on is a big circle. You know, your the Earth ecosystems, mm. right? And each inset is kind of where you're placing the trees or the little twigs, the saplings or whatever they're called, and um, because in photosynthesis, there's one board where you're placing everybody's placing their same trees, all their different color trees on the the main board. This is different. Um, the board itself that you have, your individual player board, is broken up into six different like colored zones. Okay. All right. In each round, players in turn order select a card from a face-up row. Okay. That okay. card dictates what zone you can plant or grow your plants. In. Oh, okay. So if I take a blue card, I go to the blue zone. So the sun is way? not revolving around the board. The sun is revolving. Of course it is. Yes. So everybody starts Everybody starts in the same spot, but there is an indentation at the top, left, right, and bottom of the board that a little tiny like sun token goes in. Cool. And then every round, so you play four rounds, every round that thing moves. To and give we'll you change, light. Yep, and we'll change 
the way that it scores. So if I took, so if I'm drafting this card, sort of, I take a blue card, I can do an action in the blue zone, which is like plant a seed, grow it to be a small tree, grow it to be a big tree kind of thing. The cards also have a special action icon on them. So it has a color of where you can plant and then has special action. The special action allows you to do more planting sort of anywhere on the board, adding these water token things. You can gain points, you can add bushes, this kind of stuff. So players can do their main action and their special action in whatever order you want. So you're kind of drafting something to do two things, which is cool. There are four rounds. At the end of each round, players score points for, this is photosynthesis CC. Okay. Okay. For big and small trees. Of course. Okay. That get light. Light hits them the same way. Light hits them the same way. So so big trees are going to cast a shadow. If the trees are in the shadow, they don't get points. Do you know his name, the designer? Um. Yeah, his name is... Hajalamar Hawk. Oh, it is Halmer Halmer Hawk. Halmer 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 Hawk. Yeah, Halmer Hawk. Do you think before you go on? Okay. Do you think he's in like the room? It's just him on the game. Is he the only designer? I don't know. Do you think it's? I think so. You think he's like in the room with like the game publisher coming there? Like, hey Halmer, we fucking loved your game photosynthesis. I can't wait. To hear what is next from you. What's and next? Helmer's like, get this. What if <laughs> what if we take trees? Hold on. Okay. Trees. Okay. What if we take trees? We like trees. We don't play trees. We like the last one. Now I know it's you're gonna think this is photosynthesis, but it's not. Yeah. What if in what if instead the the boards are do du- are dual layered? What if that? Okay, first okay. of all, all right. We're then in. you're We're you're planting seeds and, and you you're growing things and the sun still goes around yeah. the bottom like that and but the trees are all now. But now Instead, this game, you're playing on your own board instead of the main board. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Everything else is exactly the same as well as this. But, but it's just a new idea. We'll call it ever. This is a brand is a type of tree. new idea. Shalmer. Yeah, you did it. You nailed it. <laughs> that's what it's like. Wow. Okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. No. Um, you're getting... So, the, the, the shadowy thing is a cool puzzle, right? So, the small trees cast one shadow and blocks one behind it. All that kind of stuff. You also get points for your biggest continuous force. That's like a new That's sort a, brand, of a fucking new game. Right. Brand right. new. Again. Very, very simple. <laughs> um, God, he's, the, <laughs> he's great. He's at so the end original. of that round, then the, the sun rotates to the next spot, right? Cast a shadow sure. the other way, that kind of stuff. At the end of the game, all the cards that weren't drafted during the, the drafting phase uh, have these little icons on them, and they're sort of like collected. So if the three of us are playing, there would be four cards drafted I out. take one. You take one. Nally takes one. I take one. The leftover one kind of goes into a pile. Okay, and you sort of splay them out because if there was like two red ones left over, you kind of put the red ones in a pile, and that dictates how big trees are going to score at the end of the game. Thank God for the big trees. Yeah, thank God for the big trees. <laughs> thank God for the little trees. <laughs> yeah. So, for example, if I had three trees that were big trees in the red zone, yep, and there were two cards in there with two icons each, there's four total icons. I had two big trees in there. I would get eight points for yes. the big trees. Okay, that checks out. So I want to plant big trees in the cards. In the spaces that the cards have multiple points on. Sure. Okay. This game reminds me of photosynthesis. What? Oh, my. How do you even come you, close to that? How do you get that at all? Alike. You can sit there and you can say, you can well, s- it's you got squint. a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> it's photosynthesis. You have to compare these two games. <laughs> Is it called Evergreen, a photosynthesis board game? Colon. Yeah. Photosynthesis. Colon. Revenge of the photosynthesis. This is just photosynthesis, LOL. By yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you have to see the similarities in this game. I know that it's different. I know you're playing on your own board. But, <laughs> but no, if not. this game was made by someone else, it would go, it would Lost be in court. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. 
I'm going to play Evergreen way more than I ever play Photosynthesis. Sure. Ever, like, I don't know if I'll ever play Photosynthesis again. I will pick Evergreen. Yeah. Based on because, what you're saying, me too. Yeah, because it's just like, it's newer, it's it's fresh. I like the cards. I like what's going on there versus some of the stuff in Photosynthesis that I'm kind of over and don't Well, and Photosynthesis anymore. can get butt-hurty. Yes. And here, so here's where some of the stuff comes into the, the things I liked about Evergreen. Because I did like this game more than I thought I was going to like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So the artwork is cool. It's like this simple like green shades on this like flat white and it just looks it looks very cool on the table. The dual layer player boards look great. Like you said, the trees are kind of like shaped cool. The small trees like this kind of like stick with a ball, right? <laughs> are you looking at them? Look what? at them. Look, Look at, at the trees. I got this new idea. Yeah. It's like photosynthesis except, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. There's no trees. No, there's trees. No, there's trees. There's trees. There's trees. But guess what? You don't have to put them together yourself. Yeah. There's, how about they're just wooden this time? In the box. Yay! Brand new game. Boom! Yeah. So all the yeah all the pieces are very cool. They look so they cool. They look great on there. They look so cool. I liked the card drafting as your action selection, sort of. Um, yeah, that sounds cool. It makes you think about a few things: what you want in that moment, what you want to build toward, and it also makes you want to think about what card you want to leave behind, which I think is a very cool thing because if I'm looking at this board and I have two two cards to pick from, the one that I leave. <laughs> is going to create some sort of scoring for everyone. Right. So shit, I'm looking at the board. I have more trees in the in the purple zone than Ryan does. I can leave this purple card here, and that purple zone's going to score a little more. Or maybe that's the card that I need, and I can throw this other one here, but then Natalie's got a lot of, you know, I like that. Yeah. You had to think about what card to leave there also, and yeah. that's something I, I like games that do don't that. see that. It's a, it's a yeah, different Yeah, Seasons kind of does that. Rar and Wright does that. Where okay. like, you do something with the leftover. Yeah, and that, right? yeah. that's kind of cool. So I yeah. liked... That was my favorite part of that that card drafting thing. The puzzle of placing and growing your trees was just as fun and challenging as in photosynthesis, but you kind of do it by yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, figuring out like what trees to put next to what so it doesn't block it from the sun. Growing the ones that you need to grow um, is is a fun puzzle. Like I liked doing that throughout the whole thing. Getting the big trees in the bigger zones, all that stuff. I liked that that challenge. Okay. Um, there were these cool rivers, like these little river tokens that you'd get. Mm. Oh. And that was one of the special actions. And you could place a river in your Ooh. thing and it would make every, it'd make two adjacent things around it grow. Oh, damn. That Ooh. sounds cool. And all of the special actions, which I also really liked, these special actions all had a little tracker on your board. The more you use the special action, the stronger it got, which is cool. Wow. So at the beginning, you might be only placing one of the little rivers. But the third time you take that action, you get to place two. I like that. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. You can like specialize in something and kind of bump that yeah. up. So that was cool. There's little downtime in this game because everyone's placing plants and trees and growing shit all at the same time. Okay. But then that is inherently a negative for some people, which it leads to just lower player interaction. You're not, I'm not watching you create your ecosystem. I'm not watching Nally create hers. I'm just doing my own thing and then scoring my own points because even your point tracker is on your own. Yeah. On your own board. I like that a lot. Yeah. So I like, I, that I like that too, but just acknowledging that it is a outside of the card drafting. And once you're like taking your actions, your head yeah, down like playing. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes like an hour and it's like done. It was like, we were done like an hour and 10 minutes. Wow. With four? Minutes. Yeah. It went very, very smoothly because I think you just like, you look, the only time people were taking was kind of what card do I want to take? Mm-hmm. Then you take it and you wait. So once I take, Ryan takes, Natalie takes, then we all do our, then we all kind of do our actions. Okay. And that I liked. So the things that I know people will complain about that doesn't bother me, but will bother some people, lower player interaction. And there, there is no 
competition on the main board like there is in photosynthesis. If you like photosynthesis for the take that for the area majority, essentially, like I'm here, my big yeah. tree is going to sit in the middle until yeah, the last fucking round, and then I'm going to dig it up. Right, that's You're gone. never going to get there. Or I'm going to build this tree in front of your tree fuck you. so you don't get sun for the next two rounds, and fuck you, right? So if you like that game, you don't get that you in this lose game, that here. except... You you're just get be, photosynthesis. You're, yeah, just get photosynthesis. You're doing that to yourself, right? You're trying to beat yourself. Gross. Uh, <laughs> nice. You're like trying. You're, you're doing that puzzle on your own. Of like, all right, I need. I need to make this one bigger so this gets light. Not, I'm gonna put this here so I get light and you don't. Um, but that those things were not negatives for me. But I know yeah, they it could be negatives yeah. for some people. Yeah. And I think it's better than photosynthesis. Maybe because it's newer and just feels fresher and just has... That's a fresher. Fresher. <laughs> I'm going on too. break. But Evergreen is good. I like I'm it. I'm happy cool. Dave has it. Well, I want to play I'm, I want to play it again. Yeah, I want to play it too. Dave, Mick so, Dave Mick has been telling me he thinks I'll like he it. Li- yeah, and he mm. likes it too. Yeah. Cool. yeah he they, does got, like they had a cool... They got like a signed copy. Yeah, they got a signed copy. Oh, that, yeah. They weren't even... Like it wasn't... They didn't think there was any left. They got everything. Oh, guess what? We got That's right. Here's a brand new board oh, game. Here's one. free tickets to Gen yeah, Con. And, oh, you know what? All. We found a 50 grand. Do you yeah, want it? Do you want it? It's, it's I don't, in a bag. It's it money. On we it. have to go back to Europe, and this doesn't work here. Yeah. So here you can yeah. have it. He was like, oh, yeah, we this. probably weren't going to go next year. But since we got free tickets for all of us, I think we will. Fucking hell. You pass it to me. Your name's on it. Lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. So Evergreen by Horrible Guild. Helmer Hach. Helmer Not anything like photosynthesis yeah back in the ancient <laughs> times of 2018 when you could still fuck strangers in the street without people getting all weird about masking up there came a game from esteemed coffee roaster himself sashi that was really only available in the far-off island nation of japan called let's make a bus route you heard he of this made game coffee roasters too is that what you're saying he that, made yes coffee you made coffee, coffee roasters, roasters. Too. Uh-huh. that's a not coffee roasters too not coffee ro- well, he might have made coffee roasters he made or he sequel. might shit did we just spoil oh, it no. for him crap We'll cut Uh, that out. We'll write back. (laughs) Uh, This flip and write game uh, got some critical acclaim, and it was extremely difficult to find for us here, Yanks, until the prophecy that was foretold would come true. So I cryogenically froze myself until such a time when the game would get an American release, which according to said prophecy was about four years, give or take. I found the prophecy in a breakfast waffle, and so for four long years I slumbered, somehow restarting the podcast and marrying Natalie in the process. It was a weird wedding. Jeff basically made up a voice for me for the I do parts anyway. When I finally (laughs) woke and peed i went over to my friend andrew and cheyenne's place and we played the new version of let's make a bus route called get on board in get on board spelled b-o-r-e-d players are working together to pretend like they're all having a fun time (laughs) when really they wish they were back in their cryogenic chamber having a year-long dream about selena gomez touching my martin short in a dream entitled only boners in the building or the bitches on ryan james's face (laughs) More what? seriously, more seriously, in Get On Board, well, there was a, she had a show called the, the Wizards of Waverly Place. Anyway, more seriously, in Get On Board, players are she playing did. as a bus, driving all around the Wait, city, what? driving you're all around. As a bus, playing. not the driver. No, you're, you're a not, bus. You're not the, the, like the overseer. You you're are, not the bus you're company. A bus. You, are a, you are a transformer. Your goal is to get to the gas bus. station and get fucked by the pump. Wow. <laughs> your goal, bus. driving all around the fucking city, picking up douchebags, grannies, two tanned businessmen, and slutty students but watch out there's traffic (laughs) the game lasts 12 rounds and in each round a card is flipped up that tells everyone what shape they're going to make on their main board on the main board I should say each player has a player sheet they're going to be writing on as well as some wooden route pieces they're going to be placing on the main board when the card is flipped up the active player takes wooden pieces that they have equal to what the card says 
and places them on the board. You must play your current pieces at the end of your previously played pieces or route, and you can never double back on yourself or else you're just out of the game. So the board is made up of a grid with roads. In between each road segment is an icon that is some way to interact with your player sheet. When you lay your road pieces on the board, whichever icons your road pieces touch will have you do something on your sheet. For instance, if one of your road pieces touches a granny, you cross off a granny on your sheet. And the more grannies you cross off, the more points you get. The, it's Are there true. Actual grannies? This is yeah. This yeah. is true. What's the game saying? is basically this: each turn, you're putting road pieces <laughs> onto the board to interact with these icons in such a way that you score the most points. There are also public and private goals to achieve to earn more points. Where the game gets interesting is when players get in each other's way. The board is going to get clogged up as everyone's moving on the same board, and you are all allowed to share a road with any other player. You just have to pay for it by crossing off these boxes. They're traffic boxes on your player sheet, and too many of those, and you'll start to lose lots and lots and lots of points. At the end of the 12th turn, you total up all the areas on your player sheet, and whoever has the most points wins. Things I liked. This game <laughs> was hard. It was throbbingly Ooh. fucking middle school boner hard wow it wasn't difficult to learn or to teach or to understand how to play but doing well was a an extraordinary challenge it was a welcome surprise actually as i kind of expected a lighter experience i mean the game originally came out in 2018 basically right after world war ii so i figured it appeared (laughs) dated and overly simplistic the experience i got instead was more of a like sweat dripping down my fucking forehead right as my girlfriend's dad just walked in on us with our pants down and she told him to join in kind of feeling basically I was into it, okay. but was really scared the whole time. Where are you from? I'm not saying this happened to me. I'm not saying <laughs> what it. What is wrong with you? It was really hard to get almost anything accomplished, and then people start to get in your way and cause you to lose points because of traffic, and you actually felt the frustration of being in traffic. It was really irritating to have a path carved out in my head that I wanted to use, only for <laughs> Natalie to take her fucking turn right before me and go on the exact same path, making me lose points one turn later when before I would have lost nothing. I was impressed with that, actually. It was much more challenging than I was expecting, and I think that's the main takeaway from this game for me, that it was really tough. So, so things I didn't like. Andrew pressed down hard on the pencil, and it broke. <laughs> Damn it. I played it off like I didn't care to look cool in front of Cheyenne, but it kind of bothered me. The, and the, that pencil came with the game. Yeah, and this only you only have so one five. So he needs to buy you a new game. <laughs> he, I mean... There's like, only what one the choice. fuck was he doing? Also, Natalie kept getting in my way on the road, and I had to blow my nose like 10 times throughout the evening, and that was really annoying. Even on the way home, God. he was like, why did you go in that spot? You were in my way. And I was like, I had to. That was part of my on road. She <laughs> didn't just leave it she at the door. Me on the way. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I thought this game was really fun. I was actually really impressed with it, and I enjoyed myself. But then we played. <laughs> but then we played Next Station London immediately afterward, and we all agreed that we would just rather play that. <laughs> <laughs> and while I'm not one to say things like this game fires that game, I think I would always rather play yeah. Next Station London instead of this game. There, because uh, get on board if you're playing with four players, it's the London map. All right, so they're not the same game. All right, they're, but they are both roll and rights taking place in London where you're drawing routes. Okay, sure. so there are some similarities to be drawn. Um, they don't feel like the same game. However, we just all—it was just funny that we all agreed that we were like, we were like, okay, get on board is pretty good. And we all played Next Station London. We were like, God, that was great. <laughs> yeah. That was so great. <laughs> So I think I would always rather play that, which leads me to my ultimate review of the game, which is slightly better than Good Not Great. (laughs) If uh, the last game was slightly worse than Good Not Great, (laughs) this is slightly better than Good Not Great. I think we're going in like a upward progression. I will. Spoiler. I enjoyed myself and would definitely, definitely play this one again. But I'm not sure I need to own it anymore, so I'm releasing it from its duties. And if it decides to stay with me because of my magnanimous and progressive Mm -hmm. attitude, then great. Mm-hmm. What did you think, Natalie? 
Um, okay. Sorry, I was finishing uh, my thought. Um, that's I, a, know, dude, I, anything else? I probably remembered it. <laughs> I agree. It was fun, but difficult. That's what I kept saying. I was mm-hmm. like, this is hard. <sighs> um, but in a fun, like, challenging way, I yeah. was, you know, you're trying to what i was trying to do was like we had these like hidden objective cards where it was like on the map it had different um letters and so like for me it was like let's say like okay if you hit b j and k you'll get 10 points like if you hit all those spots right so i kind of took that as my like okay that's how where i'll decide what route kind of to go like how i'll sweep across the board so i was trying to do that route but doing that at the same time as like avoiding traffic and also trying to collect like the people points enough so that they'll give you points yep. was so hard. Was. Like I found, you know, I was doing well with like my hidden objective route um, and stuff like that. But I was not doing well with like the people like I kept getting them backwards. Like there was certain spots you go to, like basically like you collect the people and then depending on how many people you have, when you get to a certain spot, you like you like um, score for score them. for them. Well, I kept like scoring for them, and Before then you getting had a lot them. of people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like too. there was this one where like I got like I kept getting I kept scoring for them. I'm like I don't have any of the guys though, you know. And I'm like this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I'm like I I don't have time. There's only so many turns in the game, right. so I can't like go out of my way just to do like I'm trying to make the decision to like do I go for that or do right. I go for my end goal? So yeah, things. it was. So because of that, it was very hard. I do think um, we played with four people. So like all of our routes at the end of the game were on the board. And so when you're like looking down at it, it's like this big like traffic map. And like our, cool. our little like uh, pieces, you know, that like show our routes were like all over the board. And I was like, it really does look like an aerial view of just like a bunch of traffic. And it it kind of, was, didn't it kind of feel like it? You're yeah. playing and you're like, God damn it, get out of my fucking way. Right. Yeah. It was very cool. And and it was kind of fun too because like Ryan said, there's different, there was like the granny and then like the student and and then so there was this one like touristy guy that we just kept calling a douchebag because he, like, he looked like a douchebag, you know, and like, so we was, that was kind of fun. Just like, oh, I got one douchebag and a granny, <laughs> you know, like, you know, that stuff made it fun. But um, I agree. I agree with everything you said about it being like a real, it was like, oh, that was a fun game. You know, like I'd totally play that again. And then you play Next Station London and you're like, yeah, that was way better. It was way better. You know, kind of thing. I just only want to play But this. I liked it. I did really like this game. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, well, that is Get On Board. If you are looking for um, a game that simulates a traffic environment, this one's for you. Is this perfect for when you're on a bus? Can you play this? If you oh, have something to do. If you're in London You on have a to bus. have something oh. to do this time. So you have to be in London <laughs> With bus. something already to do. Oh, so you have to be doing something. You have to be in the middle of something, oh, and then I you have, have some, to... I have some emails someone's Or someone's, to. like, at there talking and to you, and you have to be like, hey, what, just one second? Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just say I'm traveling across Europe. Okay. Okay, I have to take a bus to the train station sure mm. so i play get on board yep. on the bus only if you have something, something to do while i'm doing something yeah and then while i'm on the train and i'm with just, nothing to do because you did everything on the bus everything. now i can play yep exactly yeah exactly right you figured it out 
All right, what else you got, Jeff? I have another game from Lucky Ducky. Ducky. <laughs> okay. Lucky Duck has a extremely popular game, Natalie. How have we not called them Fucky Fuck by now? What? I'm just asking. I'm just it. asking. How have we not called them Remember that? how the OP is going to stop sending me games for calling them the original fuck pussy? Fuck. Now, fucking done with Lucky I Duck. I didn't remember See that, but I'm happy that, that you I'm said losing? that now. Wait, did they? Great. Fuck the original. Remember how I was a part of the podcast because I would get games every once in a while? Now I'm off the show because <laughs> Jeff doesn't get any games and can't play them anymore. Oh, we got fucky fuck games and the original pussy it's and there's no though. more games anymore. The original pussy. Wasn't that Natalie's idea? That I think Natalie. that was Natalie. No, Natalie, wi- Natalie whispered in the microphone like, original pussy. <laughs> I, like I don't even know it. if anybody can hear what I just did in the microphone. Hopefully the love later brings that up. But Natalie, she like whispered original and then mouthed it. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys called it out. Oh man, yeah, what were we supposed to do? Fault. Yeah, remember it ended with Ussie. <laughs> yeah, it yeah Ussie. right. It ends with Ussie. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Right. Go ahead. Lucky Duck Games. <laughs> <sighs> Lucky so Duck has some <laughs> popular <laughs> games. Nally, can you okay. name a Lucky Duck game? Come on, Nally. Yeah. Okay. What is do it? it? Totally. Totally. <laughs> that one. Lucky Duck. She's got it. I think it's she actually does it. It's orange. Yep. It's a game you enjoy. You're lucky if you're playing it. I've played it. You've played it. Here's a clue. Dave played it. When me and Jeff were at Sagrada. Gen- no. <laughs> wait, <laughs> That's wait, Floodgate. Wait. Me? Let me give you the clue before you fucking yeah, speak. Me and Jeff, mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time, this memory we had at Gen Con, where we went to their booth, and there was this piece of technology <laughs> that we were me, able you to you and use. Dave played it for the first time. I was trying. Okay. I know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, oh, I didn't play it with you. It's more Crim- clues. Criminals. <laughs> Chronicles no, she's right. of crime. Criminals, no, no, Criminals was for, right. Criminals, Criminals of crime. Chronicles criminals. of crime. Twister. Chronicles of criminals. <laughs> this is just where we, we learn about criminals. The Chronicles of criminals. <laughs> I almost said criminal. <laughs> Lucky Duck makes Chronicles of crime. That I don't know if that's their biggest money maker. I don't know. Gotta be. Um, but they also have making. a huge game called It's a Wonderful World. Mm. Oh, that's Lucky Duck? Mm. It is. Cool. Now they have another one called It's a Wonderful Kingdom. Mm. Okay. This is a standalone. You know, it's funny. Is my copy up. of "It's Wonderful World" is not Lucky Duck. I wonder if they didn't initially. Maybe oh, they, they got the license later. Yeah, I don't know, but mine one hundred percent is sure. Yeah. So I've... yours is probably that French company. Yeah, it is. Yes, it yeah. Is. Okay. Yes. So I don't know how they've teamed up or um, anything like that, but <laughs> now they have teamed up. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> they so and I think that Bujaduju is on <laughs> and Lucky Duck are on. It's a Wonderful Kingdom. I'd have to look at. The I box, see. So probably the they distribute in the European yeah. countries. I don't know how this. This was the Kickstarter version. That okay. I had, so you so. might. Yeah. Maybe you got that, and they do the U.S. or sure. However. Mm-hmm. I, that, that I don't understand it either. It makes no me. fucking sense. So, <laughs> this is a follow up, but it's also a standalone. It's a standalone. It, you can't, don't shuffle it in with your other cards. Okay. You keep these boxes separate. This is a, a, a solo or two player version. Ooh, there's a solo variant? Yeah. So, this is a solo or two player version of it. It's a Wonderful World. I don't play okay. solo games. I don't oh, know okay. I was like, I what know. are we talking about? It's a wonderful kingdom. Oh my lord! I was like, I missed the name. She had a, oh. she had a big slurpee. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought he it's was just saying like Lucky Duck also makes these games. Like I didn't realize. And was, they make this wait, game. What he said, it's a wonderful world. Kingdom. That didn't trigger the memory. You knew he was talking about this game. Where are we? <laughs> what are you? I thought we were talking about bus routes. Daydreaming. Your dad's daydreaming. It's late. I worked all day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, Natalie, oh, there was a game called It's a Wonderful World. It still exists. This game is called It's a Wonderful Kingdom. Yes. It's a Wonderful World plays more people. This yep. plays one or two. Oh, wow. The one is you, okay? A lot of this game is similar to It's a Wonderful World in terms of, like, cards and the engine building and that kind of stuff. So if you like that, you'll you'll 
instantly picture how I'm describing Wonderful Kingdom because it's very, very similar. Okay. okay. So It's a Wonderful World has a card drafting mechanism, if you remember that. You get cards, yeah. you take one, you pass it along. Wonderful Kingdom brings in an I cut, you choose mechanism, <gasps> Ryan. What? I love that mechanism. Of getting cards. Oh. So there is a board in the middle that looks very similar to It's a Wonderful that World. That long thing with the points at the end? Yeah. Long the thing with the points, but it's okay. shorter. Oh, okay. Shorter thing with the points. It's like a two-player shorter one. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a chode version of that with the (laughs) points on the end and the gems in the middle, the cubes in the middle. Okay. Each player, I did not play it solo. I'm talking about the two-player mode. Sure. Each player starts with a hand of eight cards, seven of those construction cards that you've seen in It's a Wonderful World, and one Calamity card, which is negative points. Okay, so one negative Oh, it's going to be in the group. Now, (laughs) the start player takes two cards from their hands and adds it to either side of the board or both. So you have the top and the bottom. Okay. So you can put two on the top, two on the bottom, or one and one. The board is also seated at the beginning of each round. Like one card is added to each side, and then you add. You're taking two, two of your cards of your, your hand, hand from your hand of eight and adding it to one of like the two piles essentially. Okay. Yes. Okay? Got it. Then as soon as you do that, the other person takes one of those sides of the board, all the cards, and then they then do the same thing. So they would take, and then they would place two cards from there, and then you would take, and then you basically go back and forth so all your cards are gone okay each player also has these very cool things that are called trap tokens that allows you to play a card two cards actually face down and then you put a trap token on it okay so so they have no they don't know what they're taking they don't know what that is so what's cool about that is you either probably use it for the bad one or which i did a lot use it for a card that you want in your hand and you want the other person to think it's the bad card right and then you take it (laughs) or you do something like you just play Devin did this a lot on the last turn she saved both of her trap tokens and played them both face down um, like on opposite sides or on the same side and tried to entice Uh me and because you could also if one of the sides is empty because you could put both sides on the bottom if one of the sides is empty you can just choose to be like I'm taking the empty side and then place your cards out oh so you actually Uh, take nothing you could take nothing which isn't the best sometimes it's better to maybe take a negative point here and there. You're going to get these calamity cards because the other player is going to get them to you somehow because they're probably not going to take them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once player have played all their cards, then you have some sort of number of cards. And it's wonderful for world. You always have seven or eight cards because you're drafting and everyone has the same cards. This, depending on what side of the board you take or what pile of cards, you might have a different number. You might have five in a round. You might have nine. And just like uh, wonderful world, you then decide which cards you want to try to build. Okay. Using the cubes and which cards you recycle for the cube, the the resource that's on there. Natalie, is this familiar to you? Yeah, you remember it. I remember one. Okay. Wow, I'm um, surprised. Good. The once all that's done, once you decide it, then you start gathering those resources based on what engine you've already produced. Your player card says that you get like three grays and a yellow, or three grays and a blue, whatever, and you start collecting those. In again, same kind of thing like Wonderful World from left to right. You start with the gray ones, and then you go to the purple ones, and then the yellow ones, and then the blue ones. But as you gather those resources, if that completes a card, you can then add it right to your um, engine and you could get more cubes later throughout that round. Okay. Yeah. There are three modules that come with It's a Wonderful Kingdom. You have to play with one of them every single game. The one that we played with is an advisor module, which adds these kind of special power cards to the deck. So now in your hand of eight cards, you have that Calamity card, you have construction cards, and you can draw an advisor card. So a lot of times, I would play my trap card on an advisor card that I was like, I want this power. So I would like maybe hide that, and Devin like took it like every fucking time. She some of course knew what she's I was new. Yeah, yeah. And um, so they give you the, if you remember from It's a Wonderful World, there's these um, supremacy tokens yep. that you would get. Sure. Right. 
they eliminated like the man and woman one and there's just like one okay so you get those supremacy tokens those are what you spend to activate your advisor powers in oh, okay. this advisor module there are two other ones uh this one is like the middle one in terms of player interaction and complexity <laughs> there is one that's has limited player interaction and you're kind of going on these quests and spending things to go on these quests that sounds awesome and then there's one with a higher like more take that player interaction god i like that I yeah. like that there's like the different. Options. Yeah, you yeah. have the option to pick. I and like you ha- that a lot. You have to pick one of them. Sure, so you have to put yeah. one in there, and you play four rounds. So each person essentially gets to start the the I cut you choose twice, and you total up points just like you've totaled up in It's a Wonderful World. You get points. It's right on, on the, the cards. cards. It tells you yeah. how you score yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I really like this one. I think if we're talking about progressing and things that we liked, yeah, I would say I'm getting more and more liked. Nice this one wormholes. And then Evergreen, yeah. yep. and now I think Wonderful Kingdom okay. and Evergreen are your, close. But this is this like is this good. I liked It's a Wonderful World a lot. I remember we played it yeah. at Nerdfest Nerd a while Fest, ago, yeah. and yep. I was like, this is a cool game. Right, agreed. I got destroyed in it, but I was like, this is cool. And yeah. then I got a copy, and I played it a few more times, and I was like, I do like this. Yeah. It's simple, straightforward. Anybody can really sit down and play that game. For sure. And I think this is a cool like change of pace to that game. Mm-hmm. If Devin and I are playing, I will pick It's a Wonderful Kingdom Instead of It's a Wonderful World. Right. Obviously, if more people are there, we can't play It's a Wonderful Kingdom. But if I got the same feeling or liked It's a Wonderful World just as much with two, I would get rid of this one. But I want to play It's a Wonderful Kingdom if it's just the two of us. I wonder what prompted them to make this. Yeah, I don't know. I because don't know it was like you the can surge play one. Of, it's one of a world with two. Yeah, you can Just pass it back and forth. And I mean, yeah, maybe they maybe, maybe there's a third pile of cards when they do that. But maybe they were like, I, this game is really fun. I primarily play with two. Card draft isn't. We're finding maybe that card oh, drafting yeah. is not where people are choosing where are picking. Yeah, it's we're in this because it reminds me of like key flower key flow. Like I'm, I was surprised key flow was created at all. Yeah, because the auction in Key Flower is what's awesome, awesome. about it. The card draft in It's a Wonderful mm. World is what's awesome about it. Right, and you, those two mechanisms were removed yeah, and replaced. It's, in it's the other weird, games. and I don't know if it's this wave of like two-player games that are just like you have this you have this IP. So I'm going to make Sobek two-player. I'm going to make Splendor sure. two-player. It's made just make, for that. All, all, now people are just making two-player versions like counter, Cosmic Encounter Duel, right? Seven Wonders Duel. All these duelings. Yeah. A lot of duels. Maybe this is another too many duels. Yeah. So I love the eye cut. You choose thing. Those decisions were fun of both what to take and then the added what of the give. trap tokens was cool. Of like, damn, what is Devin doing with those trap tokens? Yeah, what does she not want me <laughs> to then, have? What am yeah. I doing with those trap tokens? Because sometimes you want to play, like, maybe play a Calamity card face up. So if, if Nally and I are playing, maybe I place one face up next to a card that I kind of want. And then on my next turn, maybe I place, like, two face up again. And then forcing Natalie to either take the negative or wait, and then I'm going to take four cards. You get four cards in one pull. That's cool. Yeah. So I like trying to be sneaky and like setting up your turn next or yeah, setting like up your player to take that. That. Mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. I really like that. So I like the advisors one. I haven't played any of the other modules, but I'll update when I do because I think we'll do something different. But the advisor one was cool because I like special powers. Those supremacy tokens were easy to spend and like the powers all were like worth it yeah but you also didn't get to do it all the time like yeah. there's only four rounds it's not like i got to do it four times yeah i'm saving up i had to spend like four tokens and devin was winning supremacy and like everything so i was barely doing tokens <laughs> and I, was, I had to be like really smart with right. when i used what it. you use when i had one advisor that i could pay three of those tokens and i could add one cube to each of my cards when i was constructing them at the end of the round which is cool but i had to have enough cards to make it worth it to spend so that was fun it was um was there anything you didn't like 
I think what I didn't like was I don't know, the, again, the lasting power of this. In okay. 10 games, is it going to feel like, all right, I'm just kind of, I know how to play yeah, the game. Like I know this. But they can I, expand it pretty easily, yeah? Yeah, so maybe with the different modules, right? I, I don't know if I would continue to play the advisors 10 times in a row. Maybe throw in the other one, which might change how I draft the cards sure. or how I cut the cards. And But there's not as big as a stack of cards like there are in It's a Wonderful World. Mm. It's a much smaller stack. Devin and I, you get through most of the cards, I would oh, say. Oh, I see. So um, you're going to see the same Probably ones. like maybe 75% of the cards you get through. Mm. and in it's a wonderful world you're not seeing a lot of them but that's also because you're playing with six people or however many that game plays you have to have more cards inherently Mm -hmm. so even just like i think that this is an easily expandable game like you said here's another module here's another way to do this so i'm gonna keep playing it i like it and again i don't play games 10 20 times right so that's right that doesn't matter yeah but yeah. I, I really enjoyed this one. I would, um, if you guys want to borrow it and play it, I think I really want to be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want yeah. to. Yeah. So it's a wonderful world Sweet. by Lucky Duck. It's a wonderful kingdom. Bucky oh yeah, it's a wonderful kingdom. <laughs> well, he's also Duck. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Natalie and I liked the game Nova Luna by good old Uwe Rose, and I had always wanted to check out the game its co-designer Corne Van Morsel designed, which is the game Nova Luna re-implemented called Habitats. Well, it got a fresh coat of paint and a re-release from board game tables, and I backed it and got it to the table. In Habitats, players are working over three years to build out their wildlife park, fresh with habitats of all sorts of different types of animals. The game is a tile layer, and so each tile you place in your tableau has a way to score that will be said on the tile itself. Uh, For instance, the zebra needs to be adjacent to grassland and water habitats in order to score. The way the tiles are selected each turn is by an agonizingly simple grid-based system. Uh, Depending on the number of players, a certain number of tiles are laid out in a grid pattern, so a 4x4 and a two-player game, with two of the spaces being empty that hold your player pawn, which is like this Jeep meeple or a jeeple. That sounds kind of racist somehow. I won't say that again. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Anyway, you take your jeeple to either move it straight ahead, taking uh, the tile directly in front of the jeeple or to the left or the right of the jeeple. Driving to that space then with with your jeeple. (laughs) After you move, you refill the space you just were in with a fresh tile. And then you place the tile you took into your tableau anywhere you like so long as it's orthogonally adjacent to any other tile already played. Apart from the tiles themselves, scoring basic, uh, I'm sorry, aside from the just the tiles themselves scoring based on proximity location, there are also two scoring tiles that pertain to your park as a whole that you are competing with the other players to get. And those tiles are evaluated at the end of each year. For instance, have the most one tile habitats in your park or have the most exposed edges, things like this. At the end of the third year, you total up your points and the player with the most points is the winner. So things I liked. This game was tricky. It's like Nova Luna amped up a notch. Bam! The puzzle of figuring out how to position your jeeple to get the tiles you want is very juicy and difficult. And then after taking the tile, you get into the situation where you need to place it in such a position that it helps your other tiles you've already played. But also this tile has conditions of its own that you must consider. And so getting those two things to line up is very crucial, challenging, and awesome when it works out. Scoring one or more tiles with one placement feels incredibly satisfying, but you can get into a situation where you're ignoring a large portion of your tableau because every tile you play over here on the one side to satisfy these tiles now needs to be satisfied by more tiles, and you just keep adding on to the same section over and over, and it's just a puzzle I really enjoyed. Also, the artwork is gorgeous. I much prefer this game to the nebulously themed uh, Nova Luna or even the newer re-implementation framework. Why do they keep making 
versions of this game. I don't know. It's weird. Nova, Nova Luna like broke my brain. I was like, I can't figure. It's this hard. Game. It's yeah. good. it's. I mean, but it's, it's, a, it's good, a good it's a game. Good, it's a good puzzle mm-hmm. crunch. But man, they just they keep making this game. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I like this better not because of the theme itself necessarily, but it's just so much. It's more fun to look at, and it's just really a really well done production. Things I didn't like. Uh, there wasn't a ton I didn't like. The rule book is a bit barren, which I initially liked because it was an easy read. But there are some situations and tiles, for example, that just aren't explained super well or at all. So while it's mostly simple to figure it out, you still sometimes are forced to figure it out. And that's not always great. I would have loved like a tile glossary. Uh, the end of year scoring tiles literally aren't mentioned in the rule book at all other than during setup. So if you have a question on how one of them works, good luck. <laughs> Better hope BGG has something on it already. I, I'm making it sound like that's going to happen a lot. And while this game is heavier than something like Nova Luna or Framework, it's still only like a 2.24 or something like that. So it's not like a challenging play or mm-hmm. even a teach. There are a few rules that are confusing enough that you might need to look at the rules. For instance, animal tiles don't count their own terrain type when scoring, but other tiles do. And tiles that score by having animals around them only score if those animals that are around them also score so it's a little bit tricky to remember if you haven't played this in a month or so you're not just probably going to pick right up into it and remember everything you have to just kind of go over it luckily the rule book's not so big uh, or lengthy that's a big deal the kickstarter version also came with these animeeples that you can use to score the tiles during the game instead of the normal victory point markers but honestly i just found that there were so many of them it would just take a long time to sift through to find the exact animal for your tile that I don't even think I'll use them, which is kind of a bummer because I paid for them and they're sweet looking. Overall, I really enjoyed Habitats and I'm happy that we have it and no longer have Nova Luna as it's got a bit more to chew on than Nova Luna and that's a good thing for me. So what do you think, Natalie? Uh, I really liked this one. This is by far the best one that we talked about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, Agreed. I really, I liked the weight and the length of this game. Girth. Um, <laughs> Right, how was the bulbosity? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the girth was perfect. <laughs> Damn, girl. Say it's lower. <laughs> I liked, um, I really liked how you move around with your little Jeep to collect the tiles. Jeep. And it was like, it's weird. It felt like limited. <laughs> like you had like limited choices, but you also didn't at the same time, if that makes sense. Nope. <laughs> you know, like. Let's explain that. <laughs> well, because like each time you either at most have like three choices, but usually you have less than that. Yeah, true. You know, because the. The grid is only what three by three, four by four. Oh, four by four. But yep. still, it's not. It's not very big. You're right, always it's not big. you always find yourself on the ends. You know, but it's only four by four with two players. More oh. players, it goes up. There's more tiles. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, but at the same time, like you can still kind of get go wherever you want. You know, if there's like certain things that you need. Um, but most of all, I enjoyed placing the tiles and like trying to fulfill the tiles and placing them in spots that work together you know like i'll place it here and it completes this one but it also helps this one that it's next to you know so like doing that kind of stuff is fun um well at the same time yeah exactly her favorite snack and at the same time like end of round (laughs) getting trying to get end of round points and um okay you know and then it's not even just like the animal tiles there's like several different other options um like like there's like watchtowers and tourists and all these other ways to get points too besides just the animals and i don't know i just thought it was like it was just like a really fun it was it was a good experience game and it wasn't you know there wasn't a lot of ap and it was pretty quick and it was but it was like just like that perfect amount of like challenge trying to figure it out um and then like you said the artwork is great i mean i like games with animals in it and this one's like a really cool looking one natalie hans neemaned me in this game she fucking 
destroyed me. She <laughs> I had my anal my face. I'll be releasing my statement. I'll be releasing Natalie, my statement in a couple days. You needed me to look this game up and look up Place the strategy. chameleon <laughs> next to the honey badger. <laughs> it was weird why I couldn't just like text you about it. I had to send yeah. you this weird, I had this <laughs> pulsating <laughs> app that I had to send you. <laughs> that was very strange. But now I know. I really thought it was being that close to me that was doing it for her, but no, it was the it was the anal yeah, yeah, I, I did it. God, she, yeah, Jeff did it. That's why I kept fidgeting around. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll take this one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that is Habitats by Board Game Tables. It's like the third version of it because this came out originally back in like 2016. And this guy that designed it, um, what's his name? What's the name on the box right there, Jeff? Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. He yeah. um, he Cor- co Corne von Morsel. He co designed Nova Luna with Uwe Rosenberg. Uh, I'm not sure if he's also on the the box of framework and then the next 13 games they're probably going to make of this exact system. So listen, we're given, we'll give in uh, Haljamar a Haljamar Hach. We're giving him yeah. a hard time about making right. two of the same games. This guy just yeah, morsel. Yeah, I got this. I got this game. Instead of dots, let's make them look like strings. Strings framework, and now Boom. let's put animals on. Let's it. go backward, back into. Let's harken back <laughs> so, to the old design with animals. And Uwe Rosenberg is like, oh my god, let's listen to this. I got the idea for you, my friend. The moon. <laughs> the moon. <laughs> the fucking we'll put moon. Discs on it. You did animals. What if we did? Yep. The moon, <laughs> completely different game. I don't know why. Completely I didn't know why we didn't go. Why don't we farm in the 15th century? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> completely different game. Uh, so that's habitats. The Gamecasters are hosting a convention. Yes, NerdFest is now open to the public and admission is completely free. Simply head over to eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest. There you will find all the information you need to get registered and hopefully pumped up for the con. So we would love to have you on January 13th, 14th, and 15th to play games and laugh along with us all weekend long. Once again, the website is eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so check out our discord server why don't you step doom, doom, inside? Doom, Come on, it's doom, warm doom, in there. Doom, you think you found doom, some grass, doom, but nope, it's pubic doom, hair. Doom, you wonder why doom, there's doom, so doom, much doom, underwear. You stepped inside a Natalie's doom, doom, doom. Nook. Today on Natalie's Nook, we're talking about rules. 
Rules is More rules. More specifically. Wait, time out. Is it the rules for Natalie Nook? Like Jeff and Ryan can't yep. We're talking about the rules. We oh haven't even started gosh, yet. That's yeah. a great Nook topic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally doing that. <laughs> uh, but this one is about rules and how they affect the enjoyment of learning and how often games get played. And I'm not talking about like how good or bad people are explaining the rules. I'm talking about like the actual rules The rules themselves. themselves. Um, how those affect the enjoyment of learning the games and how often the games get played. <clears throat> So, um, the enjoyment of learning the game is that even how they how they affect yeah the enjoyment of learning the game got it got it Um, before you even start learning a game I think most people size up the rule book you probably look at it like all right what am I in for (laughs) you know like oh cool yeah Yeah. like this is only a few pages or like oh boy this is gonna be a while kind of thing novel you know so I think that is like one of the first things that that people look at before they. Oh yeah, that rule book. I'm showing Jeff the Habitat's rule book. Okay, it's just like one page. That's it. Flat. It's over. And then the end, the back page is just a gigantic example of almost a, right. like it's everything. It's like you a giant brochure. Easy. <laughs> like, kind yeah, of yeah, it is simple. a brochure. But so you look at that rule book and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Uh, now, okay, this game is right. going to be learned now. You're almost Easy. like in a better mood because you're like, "Okay, this is going to be a." Breeze. I was in a better mood. Yeah. True. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like totally you're talking true. about the enjoyment of learning the game. You're like, "Oh, sweet!" Like that. You know, that's how you feel. I mean. I'm not talking for everybody. Maybe somebody has like a book of a rule book and they're like, yes, let me settle in. And then some people might be like, like oh God, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, you know. Um, So that's one thing that I think affects the enjoyment of learning the game based on just the size of the rule book. And also if they take a long time to learn and a long time to explain, that's a potential reason a game will not be pulled out very often. For example, like Lisboa. Like you love that game, but whew, it took a long time to learn and it took a really long time to explain. Yep. You know, and so because the rules require all of that, one, do you enjoy explaining and learning and spending all that time? And two, like you're how often are you gonna play it? Yes. That was the first game I thought of when you mentioned this topic was Lisboa, because that's a an example of a, a game that I love. I love that game. We played that, and I thought that was it was so good. But I can't help but remember the teach taking like an hour and a half. Yeah, and I remember I was like exhausted. Learning after the it teach. was also tricky, and it was just like I felt like it couldn't be short. I'm sure it can be shorter. Yeah. I'm sure it could. I felt like as I was teaching, I was like, I gotta, I gotta talk about I this now. Cover all this I stuff, gotta yeah. cover, it. and then it's over, and it's like, oh my god, we started at seven, and it's eight thirty, and we're we haven't even started. We almost didn't play it. We were <laughs> almost I like, I don't think we could I do think, this. Did, did it happen to Ben and M? Yeah, Date yeah, with clinic. Ben, I think. Yeah, Ben explained it, and M three minutes like, like no, nah, this fucking game away. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, not happening. <laughs> yeah, um, I think also how intuitive the rules are can also affect the enjoyment of learning the game. Like if you're reading through and everything's making sense, and you're likely feeling like smart and enjoying that it's a breeze. You know, like you know, you're reading all the sections, like. You know, first you do this. Okay, yep, that makes sense. Then you do this. Okay, got it. You know what I mean? But if you're like constantly rereading things, trying to understand what a rule means, and I'm again, I'm not talking about like the way it's explained. It's just a complicated rule, um, and might be just really hard to explain in writing. And you're getting probably getting frustrated, and you're, you know, you might even give up, and that's just not fun when you're like learning the game. Do you want to talk about rule books? I do. Can we? Are we allowed? Are we allowed. What are the uh, rules? Talking. What about are the rules of the rules discussion? Ooh, yeah. Because I want to talk about rule books. I think that's. I, think, I don't think you can have this discussion without without it. Okay. Are you what sure? Do you mean? What would you like us to talk about right now in this moment? What do you mean talking about rule books? Like, like I want to talk about how 
rules are in the rule books and how we read them and look yeah, at them. And, like, and understand them and like, how they're written. Like, you yeah, just showed sure. me the Habitat rule book, and it's a page. And I looked at it and said, okay, that's great. But what if it's not? Like, yeah, is it what too if it's short? bad? Yeah. It, like, so a game that comes to mind with that problem is Tapestry. Yeah. Tapestry is advertised as like a four-page rule book with... It's a Civ game. It's a four-page rule book. It's going to play quick. Right. And I do like Tapestry a lot, but there are some what-if questions that are just not in the rule book that yeah. you have to kind of like... Seek out. Seek yeah. out or play. And oh, it's like, okay, point. well, the rule book is short, and yeah, you kind of knew the rules, but I, I wouldn't have minded another page. I feel like it's page, missing some information. Right? Or so if Habitat did it well in yeah. a pamphlet... Sort of cool for them. Sort of. They did. I mean, you can learn the game yeah. that mm-hmm. way. But it's like but what like you Ryan said. said. If there was an extra page that had a little bit glossary. more Give me a explanation fucking tile glossary. of certain things, then that I always would be love, really don't. beneficial. I always love being able to go to a split. Like we're, in a, we're playing a tile lane game. Like, it's, how does this exact tile work? It's mm-hmm. like oh, it's like having a fucking player aid. Right? Yeah. That that helps right. with rules that's another, also. That's another point. Because that's, that's one way that I... I don't know if I'm going off script here. No. Uh, that's one way that I teach is if there's a if there is a good player yeah, aid, follow along follow along mm-hmm. with me dev and i are both teachers follow along yeah. right. point to this <laughs> yeah. Okay? yeah i'm here at a <laughs> let's start at a and talk about what we can do yeah and then we move on to b right like that that's a that is that's Jeff also layout like, right because like people learn right. some people learn well like you know audibly <laughs> and visually yeah. and that's kind of like both if you yeah, have a player aid you're hearing it and you're kind of seeing that little like synopsis of the rule and the player aid mm-hmm. and so like you're just gonna understand it yeah we're kind of getting into the teach which is probably part of what you wanted to talk about or the rules themselves because i, I, I because too, because yeah. Because no, so, so for to the rules. Jeff's point of the rule it's book. About the rules themselves. So Jeff's right, point right. about the rule book, and and to your point, Natalie, which I thought was a great point you made earlier about about a well written rule book, even if it's long, if it's written well enough that you don't have to constantly be like what, and then go back yeah. and be like what, yeah. like we were just playing da da da, and this rule book <laughs> was very short, but I honestly I was like I read through it and I was like I don't understand. Dave said the same thing. He was like the rules are very bad. Like, yeah. Before he taught it, he's like they're bad. Yeah. yeah. I was just like I, w- I had to have Natalie come over and explain to me how fighting work combat worked in this game. I was like I don't understand what the hell it's telling me. I don't understand it. Yeah. It was a short rule book but it was written er, translated, I should yes. say, yeah. very poorly. But there are rule books that are and I'm okay, you're going to say some shit, but Maria's rule book <laughs> is actually really good and it's it's long though. But when you're reading it, I'm reading it and it's like okay, this makes perfect it makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. And so it makes that game easier, more accessible and easier for me to teach you. When I ex- when I'm understanding it from this rule book, I think you cannot, um, you can't overemphasize how important a well written rule yeah. book is for your game. And yeah. thinking about example, sometimes long rule books are okay because that they include examples of what's yeah. happening. They have pictures of what's going on. Sometimes when I like Natalie just said, like people are visual learners, people are auditory learners. If I read something and it doesn't make sense. Where like I look for a picture, mm-hmm. like oh every that's time the, yeah. that's the thing that you call the makes a, it click. A, a, yeah, that that's the the counselor. I'm like, what the fuck's a counselor? And then I go back <laughs> to the the front page and go, oh the 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 black pawn is the counselor. So let me flip right. back here. And agreed. Look, okay, great. agreed. But every time, if there's a picture there, mm-hmm. then I'm like, great. Let's keep rolling. Let's keep going. If or I to have your to keep point, right, back and no forth. Question. To your point, an example. I so often in a rule book, I've read a rule book, and I don't quite get it. 
and then they just move on to the next rule. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep Ugh. reading, but I kind of don't get yeah. that. But then there's other rules. There's other games where it's like, I read it and I'm like, I don't really get it. And then immediately after that paragraph, they're like, for yeah. example. And then I just look at that example and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's all. I th- examples are huge. Or at least in parentheses, give me some hope and say, this will be explained more on page eight. Yeah. Which a lot of them yeah. do that. I'm like, okay, yeah. thank you. Okay, right. or I know it's coming. With, yeah. right, go ahead. With, with obsession, it's like, there was so much like fluff to go along with that. Right. Like, that rule book should Got have been shorter. Way. Yeah. And it was like, man, that just made the the play the and the teacher. These rule books need editors. They need so, editing. They well, need like they need editing and they need people playing the game. I've heard a lot of designers will sit down and they'll they won't they'll have the they'll just give the rule book, right, to people who are playing it. And yeah. don't don't teach it. Right. So learn when, it when from you there. Play, when you replay Samurai, you just Read the rule book and play. Yeah. yeah, and then whatever questions come up, maybe it was maybe it was Jamie Stegmeier in some sort of like yeah. interview or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever questions come up, start fucking making notes. Right, writing it right like, down. Oh, this just came up. This came up. This came up. How do I fix my rule book yeah. to make sure those? Because you want to sit down clear. and you want it to just be butter. You have to assume, and this is the I, what I think is the hardest thing for a designer to do. I'm not I, I'm not saying I'm designer, but what the hardest thing is to do is to get out of your own head. You're the one that created the game, so. Everything comes naturally to you with the game already. So it's harder for you to understand what somebody who's never played it before needs to know. Yeah. Because in your head, you're like, well, that's obvious. I'm going to do this. No, it's yeah. not. It's not obvious. You have to make it baby's first board game mm-hmm. to everybody who's reading it. And I think examples are the best way. Just to put an example for every fucking rule you have. And that's the best way to get and convey what you're doing. Yeah. But Agreed. like I said, and you can't. I can't overemphasize how important it is for a game that I'm playing to have a well-written rule book. It doesn't have to have fluff. It doesn't have to have humor. But if it's well-written, mm-hmm. oh, that's, ev- that's, that's everything. Yeah. Um, another thing that I thought of is if rules are not too com- complex and they're easy to remember, that game will likely get played much more often. Yes. So like yes. talking about like the actual like rules of the game, and I'm not sure. I mean, I've never designed a game. I don't know how hard this is but one of our favorite things is games that are like they're difficult and challenging but the actual rule set is easy to yes. understand yep. so example Probably even the like, hardest thing to do right yeah. so like an example okay so we love on mars right there's a lot of rules and if we don't play it often we're gonna have to relearn it every time even though that is a pretty intuitive mm-hmm. game once you like know the rules but even a bigger game not as big as on mars but like you know, I'm not talking about like light games. I'm talking about decent game size games like Wonderland's War, or like Ark Nova. They mm. have pretty simple. Ark Nova's great. Example. They have pretty simple rule sets, and they're gonna get played more often because at most you're just gonna have to like check a couple things to yeah. refresh. Yeah. Or what is that little? You thing? know, right. like what those games can last for like three hours, so they're not just like a little light nothing game. But because the rules of the game are just like so easy and simple yeah. i think that's a big reason why arc nova is where it is we're gonna yeah. we play it all the time there then. are a ton of games that are my favorite games that the rules are stuck in my brain yeah not because i've played it a hundred times mm-hmm. right right like a game like trajan yeah. i will never forget how to forget play everything just makes early sense, on i'll yeah. never forget those rules yeah same thing with like arc nova like you just said some yep. of these games are just so good and so smooth that it's like that's what you do i right. look at the board and I'm like, okay, everything's right there. It's all, it's all flies back to me. Mm-hmm. And those are like heavy. Even in um, Carnegie, I don't know if I'll ever have to pick up the rulebook for Carnegie again. Mm-hmm. Very simple game. And yeah, yeah it's just, but uh, like the depth is there. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. like um, 
like Ark Nova, like one of Ryan's, what he said, one of his favorite things, like a lot of three hour games you expect like, oh, this is going to be a long game to teach. There's going to be a lot of rules. But Ryan's like, one of my favorite things about that game is like, I can teach that in like 20 yeah. minutes yeah. or That's less. That's the best. Yeah. Because there's not like, that much to it, done? but there is a lot to the game. I've yeah. said that numerous times. And Carnegie was the last time I, I explained it to both Devin and our game group. And I was like, I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I'm done. Wait, I, I, did I, I just it? cover everything? I, I couldn't have yeah. covered yeah. everything. Yeah. But I think I covered everything. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Those, like, uh, kind of like Jeff said, well, and both Jeff and Natalie, the best games tend, the games that come out the most, maybe, tend to be the games where the rule set is uh, simple enough that you just don't forget it. Yeah, that's the I could teach. There's so many games like that that I could just like, oh, yeah, I could pull out Castles of Burgundy yeah. and I could teach that, you know, even after I have even though I haven't played it for a year, you know, I could do the well, I could the do a similar thing with like no the palaces of Carrara. I could just needed. pull that out. And, and you know, that. like if you have a game night and you're like, oh, now I have to like pick out a game and make sure I learn it ahead of time and find time to do that. But then there's games where you're like, oh, I can teach this one. I can teach this one. And you don't have to worry about and all those that prep work. will get picked over and over versus yeah. the other games that I have to oh relearn. Vitalis Hitter games are so good but they just but don't see the table yeah. because and it's most it's mostly not just because of the length of play not because of the setup but because of the rule book and the rule set mm-hmm. and the teach and the remembering and the oh because they're heavy but we play heavy games all the time yeah, we don't care no about it's that. just they're a lot that's yep. yeah um yeah you got anything else you want to say i do that's all do I, it. I have also if you are new to games and you're struggling to read heavy rule books just hallelujah that we live in a time that you can watch. Yeah, yeah, really. So I would recommend, like, what I've done to get better at rules and teaching and learning is I will watch a video and I'll have the rule book, if if it's available, have the rule book sitting in front of me. Mm-hmm. And while they're teaching and I'm hearing it, I'll look at the rule book and be like, okay, this is this part of the rule book. Because oh, okay, a lot yeah. of those videos will go in rule book order yep. for the most part. Yep. If it's a good rule book, of course. Um and that helps. That's a good idea. Or yeah. a lot of people do like the sandwich, right? You read the rule book, you watch a video, and then you go back to the rule book to touch up on the things that didn't really make sense yep. right before the play. For sure. So thankfully, we have all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I promise you that it gets easier to read rule books. Yeah. Yeah. The more you play, the more you are willing to read a longer rule book, the more you'll understand what the words mean. Like, yes, there are new mechanisms in games, but when you've played lots and lots of games, it will come easier to you when yeah. you've played those type of games. Because when you played lots of games, there, there's, it's kind of rare for things to be like that unique. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's different iterations and different little things, but overall, like you've played something similar to before. Yeah. It's so very you can likely then pull, that like, that's When you're happening. either learning or teaching someone, you then pull from that and say like, hey, yeah. this is kind of like Sagrada right. where you're drafting dice but instead of dice we're taking cards right right so you kind of use those experiences to help you learn the other rules which is great and just if you are new to games and you're trying to get people to play heavier games you're going to lose nons all the time this is where go back and listen to something about like gateway games right and mm-hmm. those next level games because if you whip out a maria you're gonna lose people Fucking lose if them. you whip out Terra Mystica right They're away. Only gonna play Maria for the rest of their life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no be, more games. They'll be so thankful. Yeah, they, they but they won't play anything else. They won't play anything else. Yeah, I, I do promise you that e- reading rules does get easier. Um, and thankfully, we have videos that. But the happen. rules yawn never goes away. That's not your fault. 
Yes. So that's just, People are yawning. That's yeah. normal. There's some weird psychological thing that happens when the second yeah. I was like, okay, so this is a worker placement game. Ooh. And <laughs> yeah, like two seconds in, I'm yawning. Ooh, what's that time? again? Uh, what are you doing here? Are you tired? No, yeah. it's it's 12. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's noon. I'm yeah. like, everything's fine. Damn it's just the way that, It's just the way it works. So don't feel like when yeah. you're teaching a game, oh, fuck, I'm boring everybody. Yeah. No, everyone does it. You do it. We all do it. Mm-hmm. So that's really funny. Good nook topic. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I like that. Did you have anything else you want to say? No, I think I covered it. Well then. That's right. It's time for another rousing round of the association station. If you don't know how this works, Constantinople's Istanbul. Skirmish moves is war chest. Stefan Feldkondom is Trajan. There you go. Now you're caught up. We've got 10 games for Jeff and Natalie to try and associate before the other. Are you ready? Yeah. Jeff. Look how far away the fucking ball is. Yeah. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, said, I have written down here, Jeff, put on your Natalie swatting glove, and Natalie, get ready to inch that bell closer and closer to yourself while Jeff looks away. <laughs> here we go. It? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, can you... Gotta um, keep, Jeff's got to keep score. Jeff's got to keep score. He's got a job. Write this stuff Jeff's got down job first, okay? Got a drawing of someone's <laughs> head on here. I got this on. The bell's still closer. Okay. Jeff... Maybe he's got longer arms. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he does. Just do it one me. I'm older than Jeff. <laughs> right. I'm older but shorter. Number one. Crips. The five foot two. Cubes ball. and crisis. Crips, what? Crips, cubes, and crisis. Natalie. Dungeon, dice, and danger. You're correct. Oh, look how this, like, her lap. Jeff was trying like, to touch no, the bell, and it was, like, way her. out of his grip. He was grip. like this. I have to, like, violate her to touch this. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, trying to touch it. It was out of his reach at first. He had to lean. No, he had to he do the croconal butt cheek yeah, lean. Can you reach one it? All right, Natalie, good good job. Right, dungeons, dice, yeah. and danger. All right, number two. Knights in an east domain. Jeff. Paladins of the West Kingdom. Paladins of the West Kingdom. One one. Correct. Natalie's not happy with that Natalie one. Good job, Taiwan. Jeff. What are paladins? Pa- Knights. Knights. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> instead of an Easter in the West. <laughs> For some reason. Instead of, a, instead of a kingdom, it was a domain. Yeah, I thought that, but I was like, I'm not sure what paladins. <laughs> you thought that? I thought that game. Oh, but okay. I was like, not. Okay. Somebody were like, I, I think think there's a, a paladin's knight. a knight, but I'm not. No, pa- I thought paladins was like some sort of like. That's a fresher landmark <laughs> or like some, you know, well, like statues of the was West. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three, the club of traveling vendors. Club of traveling vendors. Correct. Vendors. The club of traveling vendors. Uh. Of. Oh. Is this a game you played? I don't yes, know. both of you have played this game. The, the club of traveling. The club of traveling vendors. vendors. Both of you have played this game. Both of you enjoy this game. We do. We probably we do. do. You do. I you definitely do. Both of you enjoy. Actually, I think both of you I enjoy like, it a lot. I would I say like that. Playing games. Okay, we'll go move on to number club four. Of, uh, wait, let the me club of this. traveling vendors. The sisterhood of the traveling pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. Aerial nylon attached to pieces of string, sometimes with a tail. Aerial like mermaid. Or like no. aerial like. <laughs> <laughs> aerial nylon. Oh, aerial nylon attached to pieces of string, sometimes with a tail. Oh. Natalie. Kites. Yes, ma'am. Kites. What the? Very <laughs> good. <laughs> she got it. Wow. I, I need to get back. I'm not in the I'm I not in the choo choo yeah. You're not in choo choo mode? You're not in choo choo mode. I'm not in the, the association. Well, I was like, brain. something in the sky that has a tail, a kite. <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Birds. <Yes. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I guess. What did say? Nylon. Aerial nylon. That's true. Nylon. Attached to pieces yeah. of string. I was just thinking aerial winter. Right. String. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, give yourself a point. Okay, give yourself a point. That's one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Number five. Jeff's up three to two. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that was your The point. verb form of Kevin's chili from the office. Jeff. The spill. The spill. Oh. Right. <laughs> he spills everywhere. He spills yeah. it everywhere. Okay. First of all, yeah. we had talk about that scene. Okay. They had to clean that shit up. Oh, my God. How many times did he have to spill it? Like... Yeah, did he spill it just once and I, then they clean it up? They probably so had to funny. replace that carpet, I made right? This association station like a week ago okay. or longer. Just today, randomly, I came across a video of him on the Rich Eisen show talking about that scene. Yeah, like, I they think only it was... did it once. Really? Great. The the person bef- like came up to him and they were like, "We only have three carpets, so you got to <laughs> oh. get this right." And he was like, "Oh shit!" In the bottom half of that. Tub. For those of you that aren't know that don't know what we're talking about, there's a scene in the office. It's a it's an opening scene, the cool cold open. Yeah. Kevin from the office comes in. He brings in this gigantic pot of chili, and there's a voiceover where he's talking about this chili. And he's alone in the office bringing it in. He's excited about serving this chili, to everybody. Well, Kevin being Kevin, he immediately dumps it, spills just it fucking spills it everywhere. Spills it everywhere. Yeah. And there's just well, how big is this pot? It's like a ten gallon fucking oh pot. God. It's enormous. Huge. And he yeah. just like drops, spills everywhere. So he was like, he was like, so. He's like, what they did was a little genius. He's like, because this pot was so big, for it to tip over like it did, you would have, ha- I would have had to try hard, right? Because yeah. it's this yeah, huge so thing. Heavy. He's like, so what they did was they, the, the bottom half of this thing was styrofoam, and so, so top heavy. Ch- so he's like, it was oh, okay. so the rest was filled with tons of chili, but it was really top heavy <laughs> now, and so it easily just fell out of my hands onto the floor, and <laughs> the part cool. where he like, you know, he grabs like the. Um, yeah. What is that? The uh, clipboard, and yeah. he's like getting it back, yeah. and he's like, "They were like, Did, was that improv?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think that was me." <laughs> Which funny. is a great scene. Good job, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't that he one. have like a? I think he has like a book or like something he's promoting that's like related to like the chili scene. <laughs> yeah, he wrote a book about it. Yeah, oh. I think. Well, I think I don't think it was Capitalized. about that. But it wasn't it, about that. I think the it's name of the book is a play. I think the name on of the, the book chili. was like a oh my play God, on this. I got it. I nailed it. Number six, menstruation week. <laughs> Serious. Think about it. You can get it. Menstruation week. What? Wait, is that number six? It's number six. Okay, but yeah, because we have club of hoo-hahs. You right? have the club of traveling vendors. Okay. Menzies week. Menzies. Yeah, Menzies week. Dang, that's better. Let's call it Menzies week. Mm. Number six. Menzies week. Menzies week. A week of Menzies. You got it. Okay, so that's week correct. of the Menzies. Nailed it. All right, number seven while you're while you're waiting for that. Hmm. Dang it. Sir Masturbation Hole. <laughs> Sir? Sir Masturbation Hole. Sir Master Hole. Uh, Sir Masturbation Hole. Yes, Sir Masturbation Hole. Uh, well, this, I think these are good. I'll this, say that. This masturbation person has been knighted. Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> so they're Sir, like Sir Elton John. Sir, sir right. Masturbation Hole. Yeah, Sir Masturbation Hole. So like, what's like, like, you already said Knights of, no, that's Paladin to the West Kingdom. It was. Remember when you thought Paladin was a place? Yep. <laughs> no, I thought it was like a landmark. Ding. Jeff. Mr. Jack Pocket. What? Great yeah. job, Jeff. You said your brain wasn't in it. You've been, in you're it, in it uh, more. You, you came back. Is that like Sir, Mr. Jack? Mr. There's a, yeah, Jack. there's a pocket version. Jeff has oh, it. Right? You okay. have it, don't you? Yeah, I have it. Yeah, the Mr. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Jack. And there's a pocket version. Oh, you that. didn't know that it was a game. Eh. Oh. No, I knew Mr. Jack was. I didn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't have said the pocket part. Yeah, I <laughs> got it. Nice, Jeff. Mr. Very Jack good. Pocket part. Wait. Num- oh, boy. What was it again? Sir Masturbation Hole. Oh, like Jack Off. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was trying to make that sense. Just, what? You just got that? Yeah. Oh, you were trying to make sense of the Mr. Jack that that was that. Yeah, I'm trying to. I was like, what was the pocket? That, right. Okay. Yeah, 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 you got there. I'm happy for you. Number yeah. eight, 
Polyhedral stairs. <laughs> polyhedral stairs. stairs. Yeah, polyhedral stairs. That's, that's like a shape, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, polyhedral kind of polyhedra stairs. stairs. <laughs> you also both uh, have played this game an awful lot and love it. Oh. Oh. Jeff is amazing oh, at it. Oh, tumbling dice. Tumbling dice. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. I don't think you were. No, I wasn't. You were? Okay. Because when you said that, you looked like you were still like, oh. oh no, I, yeah, I thought that, and then I was like, wait, that's probably not right. That was when it. you said that, I was like, okay. I'm you nailed kidding. it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. All right, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Oh, number nine is the number nine. Number nine. Number nine. What? That's number the nine. clue? Number nine is number nine. No, we're on number nine. That's okay. number nine. Wait, is the clue number nine, or you just... Well, oh, the, we're on number number nine. It can't be number nine, because that's... You just said it. Well, why don't you just ding in and say something? I don't know what... Number nine. We're on number nine. Yeah, we're on number nine. Number Adam. nine. Yeah! Number- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to win. Like, if I, could I don't do want to be the best, one. If I could do my best Natalie look, <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, fuck Ugh, there's no way. There's no way. When you were like, well, there's no way it's number nine. I was like, God, I hope Jeff dings in and says number nine. And it's right down in the best thing ever. Number 10. Number 10. Salesman's butthole. Salesman's Sales butthole? Sales Salesman's butthole. Salesman's a sales. You only have two other that you haven't gotten, right? Butthole. Yeah. yeah. Two? Oh, yeah. Men's salesman's word for salesman. Salesman's butthole. Um, salesman. <laughs> These are all pretty good. Salesman's butthole. <laughs> butthole, like anus. The word butthole is really <laughs> butthole. funny. I know. Yeah. Salesman. B for Remember butthole. when we ended up like in elementary school, people used to call people buttholes. Yeah, buttholes. Yep. That was a that was I a call people a buttholes. That was a pejorative back in the day. You call I, people buttholes? Yeah. She, well, no, she won't really. You say okay, beehole. She says yeah, beehole. That's right. The I say beehole. <laughs> the youth of which is also really funny. The country did not call people buttholes anymore. It's underutilized. Well, they, they moved up. They graduated to asshole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they just. They but just butthole is, is better. Yeah. I yeah. like to say son of a b-hole butthole. a lot. Right. You have to just <laughs> okay, get so right on the edge of swearing. Okay. All right, here's what we got. Okay. <laughs> you, you missed the Club of Traveling Vendors. Club Salesman. of Traveling Vendors. Menstruation Week. Menses Week. Menses Week. And, sa- week. and Salesman's Butthole. Salesman's Butthole. Jeff, what is the current score? It is four to three. Jeff's up four to three. three. Club right. of traveling vendors. The club of traveling vendors. Mm-hmm. That means they're like a group. They all come together and they're like, "Hey, have you sold any shit?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're traveling vendors. How else are you supposed to make a living?" You club of it. traveling. You're saying it, man. Yeah, that's and so you they get, just they get together perfect. and they hang out and they're like, "Did you? What do you sell? Encyclopedias, vacuums, insurance? You go door to door and you sell things. Right. Yeah. And there's a whole group of them that just <laughs> right. your team totally together, right. and they just go out and they sell their little. They've got like their little like vendors. They like sell their, their little buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> the traveling club sells buttholes. I will sell it off to yeah. you. <laughs> and then Menzies Week. You want one Menzies butthole? Week. Okay, Menzies Week. That's not blood rage. Correct. No. It's I'll say that. Correct. About Menzies and it lasts <laughs> seven days. I can't decide. Seven days is a week. Right. Okay. Yep. It's a True. week seven. of sales buttholes. <laughs> seven. Seven. Seven, is it maybe it's seven? You made something. a face when you said seven. He did. Yes. Who did? I did. You did. No, I did not. You, you were said like, seven. you're like a week is seven days, and he was like, <laughs> maybe you just learned that. I did. I didn't know. I thought what? I am a teacher now. <laughs> seven. Seven. Seven wonders would be weird. No. No one. No one. 
That's Don't not call the Menses the wonder. Menses weak. Menses weak. I like this one. So good. And then you have salesman's butthole. Salesman's butthole. <laughs> Cramp, crampy so seven. I love that you rip, when you repeat it Cramp after me, it's, it's so much fun. <laughs> so it's bu- hmm. Wish salesman's ramping that last butthole. bone. Yeah, salesman's butthole. Salesman's butthole. Okay. Mm. All right, so we're going to move on a little bit, and then you can think about those while we're going to the top five games that we think would make a good movie slash television show. Movie slash Here's what we're going to do. Butthole. We're going to start with me. <laughs> We're gonna then we're gonna mosey on over to the other end of the table clockwise direction fashionly and go with Natalie and we're gonna end with Jeff. Okay. All right. Number five for me. These are games that we think may be a good, um, get a good treatment for movies or television shows. Yeah. And I need to pause. I would need to get my head out of the salesman's butthole. All right. Get your head okay. out of the butthole. Because I need to get. I want to get into this top five because okay. I'm okay. liking it, but I keep thinking about salesman. Do you want me to give you the answers before we move on? Is it throwing you for a Menzies week? Are you getting like? Are you are you gonna keep thinking about this? What should um, we do? Yeah, or just take. Sh- I'm cool just with stop doing the answers. It. it is gonna bug me. I'm, I'll only like half pay attention to the top. So five. you're conceding, basically. No, I want you to like. Yeah, I, I, want, I want. I want you, you to, me to give, give you more me of a clue. clue. <laughs> no, yeah, Slowly. I'm conceding. I'm conceding. I want you to guide me to <laughs> the answer. So okay, is it like? This one's only is for Natalie. Say say when when I'm pointing to it. <laughs> yeah. Is it have a? Is it about space? <laughs> is it to my left? That's right. That was, it, was that on Mars? No. Was that on Mars? I think it was. Yeah. Is it space? Is the, is the, do we have it He's, she's on like, the table? I want to say there's colors. Is there, <laughs> does it start with A? Or, oh, it's a B. Is it a C? <laughs> maybe, the, maybe it starts with an F. <laughs> All right. So you're are you conceding, or do you want do you want to move on? Mm, I can I can do whatever you want. It's kind of up to you. You are losing. So yeah, I'll concede. Okay. Okay. Club. Congratulations, Jeff. But the I don't want you to tell, just of, tell us the answers. You don't want me to just tell you the answers? Yeah, give us. Okay, but you're but you're admitting Jeff wins. Yes, is what you're saying. Jeff okay. Wins. Okay. Okay. Um, the Sign Club of Traveling paper. Vendors. Okay. Is a wildly popular game very recently that we've all been loving and playing a ton. Oh, Guild of Merchant Explorers. Oh. Did you ding in? Gosh darn it. Guild of Merchant Explorers. Jeff, Jeff got it. Sorry, Jeff got it's it. It's over. Yeah, but we're going to round That's two true. points. Jeff wins. This yeah. is, he gets to apply this point to next association station. Yes. So, <laughs> I get to an, apply it. We're now yeah. doing advantages and disadvantages. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we should I feel kind of stupid. Okay. That's because um, we were in the brain then. Yeah. Number six, menstruation week. You guys are, you have the Seven. tampon right up in it. You are right up in it. Seven. Yes. Yes. That right. number is in the game called Red Oh, seven. Oh my Red god. Seven. Good one. <laughs> Ramp seven last. <laughs> Menzies week. Red oh, seven. All right. And then we're ending with the salesman's, salesman's butthole. butthole, which is none other than Merchant's Cove. <laughs> oh my god. His butthole's a cove. Yeah. And he's a, he sells things out of his butthole. <laughs> Would you like things out of my Merchant's Cove? <laughs> my butthole. Hello, I'm a salesman. I have, I have a cove. Do you need to go back into your car to you bring me the rest of your wares? Actually. <laughs> well, well, well. I have some nice anal I have a surprise for anal you, beads. madam. Please, where you going to buy my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> All right, again, we're starting with our, doing our top five games that would make a good movie slash TV show. I'm going to start us off because mine are probably the least um, the least creative. And so uh, we're going to end with Jeff, who I feel like is going to have the most creative answers because he told me so before the show. Number five for me is a game called Belfort. What I like about Belfort is you are like fantasy races, 
right? Mm-hmm. But you're just working together to build the city of Belfort. You're not really doing fantasy race things. So I think it'd be a funny TV show to have like elves, dwarves, and stuff like and gnomes and stuff like that. And they're just like dealing with contracts, yeah. <laughs> you know, and blueprints and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's my number five. Belfort, Natalie, what about you? What is your number five? Okay. First of all, I want it so bad to put jumanji on my list <laughs> i have a but list I was at like, the no. end i have a list at the end that i'm going to read that's in that similar yeah. really okay but okay. my number five for real is um decorum i think it would be a good oh. reality show about couples who have different tastes and making an it all come together in a way they both would enjoy oh that's cool i would totally watch that it'd be on hgtv it yeah, would exactly it totally would. okay all right jeff what's number five my number five in good this one, romantic Natalie. comedy ryan and natalie from separate families Mm-hmm. are working to improve and build up their village. Okay. Natalie specializes in brick, while yep. Ryan obviously wood. Obviously. <laughs> but what happens when Natalie shows some interest in Ryan's wood factories? Oh, she wants <laughs> to. Can they oh, live boy. in the same village? Just take that wood. Find out next summer in the hit movie, Charterstone. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Right. I like it. In a world. In a world. Yeah. In a world. Where Ryan's wood. Where there's kind of a movie that already exists about this next game I'm going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be cool to have a knockoff version of the Grand Budapest called the Grand Austria Hotel. Yeah. And maybe it's a sequel. Maybe yep. he moved from Budapest mm-hmm. into Austria. And that's that's all I got. I really. like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think it'd be good. Natalie, what's your number four? My number four is The Spill, a heroic movie or show about how the oil industry is polluting the oceans and destroying the lives of poor, innocent animals. Uh-huh. Volunteers spend Man. their time saving and cleaning the animals to save their lives. Oh, that's a movie? It could be a show. Or <laughs> Whatever you like want. Like a documentary yeah, well, kind of thing. You decide. Yeah. Choose your own entertainment. That one could go either way. Okay. I like it. Kinda My like, number like four. Me. Who doesn't love a space comedy? <laughs> me. Wait, no. Space I, I, I do. I love one. Space comedies. Yeah. A struggling shipbuilding manufacturer has only given their workers three minutes to finish building their entire ship. Oh, fuck, I gotta go. And somewhere. they get the fuck out and they have to start delivering. <laughs> Build your ship, get the fuck out. We gotta make money somehow. Gotta make it. See how fast all their ships get destroyed next summer in Galaxy, Galaxy Trucker. Galaxy Trucker. <laughs> nice. Did you have that on your list? Coming to a butthole oh. near you. <laughs> you That's all right. I have, a, I have one I can substitute in. All right. In this... I guess, uh, should this be a reality TV show? I think this is a reality TV show, but this is an ultra actual reality TV show, so it has to be filmed somewhere like Japan. Okay. Where they have all the crazy shit that happens. Yep. You are entering a cave okay. of wonders. Okay. okay. You have a torch that you're carrying in there. <laughs> like like and every few minutes, you take another step around a corner, and you really hope that you find the fucking treasure that you came here for. But you might find some fucking snakes. And the snakes, you might sidestep the first snakes, but then at that moment, you're kind of like, okay, I just saw some snakes. That means this way there could be more snakes. Snakes, snakes, And snakes. if you see them again, they might fucking eat me. So yep. I'm going to get the fuck out of here with all the money you I already took. You can see them once. You can or see you them once. See some or you just keep going deeper into that fucking temple mm-hmm. to get the Incan gold. Yeah. That this would be a, a show I would watch. Show I would they watch. will die. I like reality <laughs> contests. Yeah. This yes. is a, but this is one they, they're, they're going to die. They sign yep. a waiver beforehand. I might... Get you die, eaten by spiders. You could eat, die five times in each. You could. Like, yeah, you get to, you get lives. <laughs> you yeah. get yeah. a whole family show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who gets to go first? Whoever has the most treasure wins. Die. It's kind of like a interestingly, uh, it's like a Hunger Games type movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, what was your number three? Well, I'll follow you guys and do my little thing first, and then reveal the game at the end. <laughs> you can do so, whatever the hell it's, you it's your list. It's, it's your three, show. This show has a billions vibe, where rich casino moguls are buying up land and casinos. And 
the drama of them trying to take each other down. This called is a, Lords of Vegas. That's a yeah. great one, man. I, would would I like that. that show. I would also just straight up watch the documentary of Lords. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Okay, my number three. Number three. In this complete ripoff of the movie The Prestige, Ooh, oh, Christian yeah. Bale's cousin Ricky is a magician <laughs> trying to make it on his own. Ricky Bale. Set in the 1920s, nice. Ricky begins as a small-time magician doing handcuffs, st- stupid handcuff, like <laughs> shit tricks, yeah. cards Ooh, shit tricks. Pick shit a dump. Tricks, yeah, shit, shit <laughs> the scat humor was really good in the 20s. Butthole. He just, all this <laughs> terrible tricks. Can he make it big this winter? In Tricarion. Oh, Ooh. I thought you were going magnificent. I like it. Yeah. Oh, that's a circus, Four I guess. Magnificent. You're right. Yeah. No, that's a circus. But Tricarion. Beautiful. I love that one. Number two for me. This is a show. It's gotta be it's gotta be a show, I think. Spanning multiple seasons with multiple uh young ch- child actors who are thrust into a school. I shouldn't say children and thrust in the same sentence. I apologize. They're getting thrust These children school. have <laughs> <laughs> in school. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to beat back the zombie horde Ooh. who are trying to come in and stop Ooh. them from taking that math test, which at first are like, sweet. Yeah. But, but now they have to actually murder some zombies yep. in zombie kids. Yeah, I'd watch that. Nice. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good on, show. That could be on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah. The right. kids or, are really into this movie called Zombies. Yeah, it's actually called Zombies, but that's like, there's nothing evil about that. I want these no. zombies and the kids, I want the kids to kill the zombies, yeah. like Lord of the Flies, except they're yeah. zombies. Mm-hmm. All right, Natalie, what's your number two? My number two is a movie about some kids who went down the wrong path and broke into a mall to coordinate an epic burglary. <laughs> Will they make it out before getting caught or will their lives be changed forever in Magic Maze? Ooh, nice. <laughs> Magic Maze, I think, is actually, aren't they, those are fantasy characters too, right? I think they're I think going so. to the mall to steal shit. To, yeah, they're to, stealing shit from the mall. Yeah, to go to like, that's, that's a ridiculous theme. That's a good one, Natalie. All right, Jeff. A Number filthy, two. A filthy ass scumbag named Jeff <laughs> is thrown out of society Jeff. and must survive on an island far, far away. Filthy ass scumbag. Away from everything he's ever known. Oh, I know what this is. Does he stop being a fucking douchebag or does <laughs> he lean into his disgraceful personality in vindication? Vindication. Oh, um, yeah, that's a Friday. good one. That's Welcome a good one. Yeah. But All right, we're at number one. Number, number one. Number one. one. Jeff, Ryan, Natalie, Dave if he wants. Joe needs to be there. Yep. Natalie, Jeff, and go. Brian are the gatecasters. <laughs> Natalie, Jeff, Dave, and Joe go on this their journey. <laughs> 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 and they are on a pirate ship, and they encounter krakens, and they mm-hmm. and they um, and they tell hilarious stories about themselves as they go to. We send Joe in, and we're like, Joe, go in this wrestling tournament and fight this fucking guy. <laughs> and Joe's like, I'm gonna kill him. And we're like, No, just wrestle him. He just wants to wrestle you. And Joe's like, I'm gonna fucking tear his lens off. Yeah. I'm gonna rip his arms off and cut his head off. We're like, that's a little much. And that's a little much. He does it anyway <laughs> in a game. I'm sorry. In a TV show that everyone loves to watch called <laughs> Forgotten Waters. Can I read my? I have Forgotten Waters. You do? Like, can I read mine? Yeah. In this comedy, a strange group of pirates with weird names, associations, and random sentences in their pockets yeah. venture, venture out into the great seas. Yeah. Mermaids, giant turtles, beating a guy to death at a pretend <laughs> boxing match. Nothing is out of bounds for these silly sailors in Forgotten Waters. That's what it was. Yeah. He yeah. beat him to death in the, in the boxing, boxing Yeah. That was a funny They're like, geez, Joe. Show. I was like, you're just Ten man. <laughs> he killed everyone. Was like, oh, oh no! Oh my god! Here's two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was gold. We lifted was golden off his booty. body, golden booty, yeah. which was also Joe's name on his Zoom call yeah, Zoom the next call day. day. <laughs> yep. Golden booty. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, Natalie. What was your number one? Oh man, 
My number one is a horror film about a group of people who explore a haunted mansion and encounter some spooky spirits and omens that foretell their fate. Secretly, one of the characters betray the rest of the group and must defeat they must defeat the traitor if they want to make it out alive. And this is Betrayal at House on the Hill. Oh my god, I have a similar one. Spooky suspense thriller. A random group of strangers happen upon a house in the woods and begin exploring. (laughs) Spooky scary. Little do they know, the rooms only appear once you open the door. And somewhere between 10 minutes and 2 hours into the movie... Someone in the group will be changed by the presence of the house in betrayal at the in house on the hill. hill. Season two. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Let's hear your. Mm, let's hear your. I have left your now? additional silly. Okay. List. I have yeah. two. I have two left. Okay. I'll do this one. Okay. In this slapstick comedy, <laughs> Ryan begins to wonder why the world around him is like it is. That's, why is everyone is so life. stupid and obedient? <laughs> His interactions become more and more hysterical, and he wonders: Is this really? Euphoria. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. And then the last one I have, before I tell you some of the other ones. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. In this fantasy action movie, settlers are attempting to move in and colonize an island. Oh, I know. Not if we have anything to say about it. <laughs> Says the island. The spirits are fighting back this winter in Spirit Island. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. That's Very awesome. Good. That was a good. Yeah, this was a, a fun good, list. Uh, this is a fun do list. Do you have any Topic. honorable mentions? I did. What, what, the one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't have like. Galaxy Trucker was my one. Oh, I had some games, but I didn't have like you know. You didn't write them out. Stories. Well, that's right. What are you uh, yeah, I what had games? like Wonderland's War, Castell. Yeah. Castell. Oh <laughs> man, that'd that would be a great be, one to write really out. Cool. That um, would be like a reality show or like a documentary. Like yeah, a yeah, exactly. Uh, one day, Linda Overload got on my Cafe. back, and I was like, you know what? What if oh, we did God. this times a hundred? Was that order order overload? <laughs> just like that, I would watch that reality show of just like nonstop, just like having to like remember everyone's order. Um, is that in in the Animal Crossing world? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Um, let's see. I also had Forgotten Waters. I had Picture Perfect, Viticulture, Great Western Trail, Jumanji. Is it? <laughs> Jumanji. All right, Jeff. What's your silly? I had list? this one. I had in the space adventure TV show. Okay. Eventually, there'll be a movie here or there. We'll see. And I wanted I wanted to like add some actors to this to kind of spice it up. Okay. So oh, I that's just cool. picked like someone at random. Like so. The captain of this the space adventure ship. Okay, let's just Ooh. say it's like Edward James almost. Oh, okay. all right, that's a good. And I like him. He like protects this the civilization on this ship. Okay, and it's a okay. board game called Battlestar Galactica. Oh, and I think it would make a really great TV show, don't you? I yeah. That w- it sounds I don't really know if it would work. Honestly, yeah. I'm not sure if it would work. But what about I would watch. What it, about this one where like okay. someone goes into like a like a temple, sure. and tries to like get these like like lost ruins and these things okay. and you have to like maybe avoid like giant boulders in the in the board in the in the tv show called the lost ruins of arnak mm, i can colon, see that Indiana working harrison I could, <laughs> in, in harrison ford's colon yeah <laughs> that's good or what about nathan fillion starring in another space <laughs> one Based on this board game called Firefly. Oh man, a Firefly TV show would be so good. Or Although I feel like it wouldn't last very long. It wouldn't. Probably you know just I mean? like one season. One season at one most. One good season. One good yeah, that's at most. And then maybe like a follow-up movie. Just yeah. to like kind of put a bow on. Things. What if they made a board game about it after that? <laughs> or what about this one? What about an area control game where people like take kind of the roles of like different families and they want to like take over this sort of like place that people sit on called game of thrones Ooh, that, that, sounds cool? interesting. that would yeah. be now that should or that would be a good show one, what about just like there's a game called sherlock holmes what if that was like a tv show or like a movie Ooh, that, that would be that might make cool. a good book that would make a good 
No, come on. A book? A book? <laughs> a book? <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. Who that? Who would read that shit? Man, oh man. So that is our top five. That was that was a good top five. I'm glad we did I, that, that one. That's fun. Yeah. I was kind of surprised we had never done that one before. Yeah. I, I was also surprised it. we like didn't have a lot of crossover. That was pretty Forgotten cool. Waters, I think, was the only one that was on all three of our lists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at the Gamecasters Podcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to Patreon.com forward slash the GameCasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody